All right, and we are live. The last word with Lord Cognito and Ebontist, fresh off that Friday evening campfire. Very family-oriented show, I feel, E. What's going on, man? Uh, well, we've got story stuff to talk about, sandbox things. We've also got lawsuits and other fun stuff. Crazy topics today, but we got two awesome gentlemen joining us on the podcast tonight. So I want to pass it back to you so you can bring one of these gentlemen in, dropping his face into the world, <laughs> at least that I know for the first time. Let's see it. You got to drop him in first. I got the other one. Okay. I, oh, that's how you wrote it? That's how we did <laughs> that's it. That's how you wrote it. Okay. Well, this was planned out really, really well. So. No, his coordination. Oh, it's totally fine. Coordination. Yeah. This is, this is called uh, calling an audible. There you All go. Right. So I'd like to welcome a gentleman who has been gaming near, uh, since nearly birth. He has a special place for Nintendo games as they were a key to his childhood and even has an autographed copy of Mario Kart Double Dash to prove it. He loves his love of gaming and tech has continued into his adult life and his IT skills have taken for him from Geek Squad all the way to, to doing freelance work for the gaming mecca IGN. <clears throat> this man takes hardcore and completionist to a whole new level and a triumph score in Destiny 2 that's so high he has things he's done that even he isn't proud of. His knowledge of this game is top tier and there isn't anything he can't accomplish with a controller in his hand. So, 129,735 points later, let's welcome Sir Teasing Teddy to the campfire. Thank you, sir. As always, this is always super fun and a pleasure. Glad you're amazing intro, too. Glad to have you, brother. You already know. I, I like the score. We got the triumphs. Come on, man. You, you, <laughs> did, you, did, you did your research. You did research, A little, little bit, yeah. I respect it. And of course, we have a Lord who is not only family to the campfire of the last word, but is also one of the most supportive and humble members in our entire Destiny community. Whether it be his passion takes on the lore, overall commitment to PvP, and an absolute talent for exploiting the intricacies of the PvE sandbox. (laughs) Introducing the creator and host of the Wilhelm Scream YouTube and Twitch channels. The Lord of Efficient Farming and Glitches, yet still refuses to promote his own videos. <laughs> Live from New York State and making his return at the campfire of the last word. My man, Lord Wilhelm Scream. How you doing, sir? I'm doing great. I have been so waiting for that intro. <laughs> I've been dreaming about that intro. It's like I got like the years. invite and yeah. I knew it was coming down. I don't I don't have my acceptance speech ready. I told, oh, I told, no. I told Teddy so bef- before the show that I was like, I felt bad because I said the times you have on, I never gave you an official intro. We kind of had like some impromptu stuff and then you came early. So I'm like, we gotta roll out the red carpet for also screen. Yeah. How you doing, screen? How you doing? Of course. It, it was the it was the early year. I think it was still Flashpoint. I don't yes. think. Was, I think yeah, pretty sure. I don't it was. know if it was. Yeah. A, I was yeah. there at the inception of the idea for Last Word, but yep. um, I I don't think I was actually on since the Last Word. So it's been a good bit of time. But I love being here. I love being back. Thank you for the intro. I'm doing good and Appreciate just happy to be here. Very excited. Very appreciate excited. it, brother. Appreciate it, brother. Long overdue, man. And so Cognito, look- how have you been, sir? What's up? What's going on? What happens soon? 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm just warning y'all at 9 p.m. Eastern, I might be slightly distracted, but I'll still be here. In this man is a multitasker <laughs> at its best in here, making things shout out, happen. Shout out to Xbox Fan Fest, baby. Big money, big money. No whammies, no whammies. <laughs> if you understand no whammies, put what follows that in chat, by the way. If you understand no whammy, no whammy, fill in the blank, and then we'll know how old you are. Yeah, let's know. <laughs> but I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good, man. A lot of stuff going on. and Oh, Destiny's a lot to talk about. I know, E, you did a video, right? This is a lot going on, man. I literally did three videos in 24 hours. Wow. <laughs> I did. I literally <laughs> broke up the TWAB into two things because I recorded part live on stream. And then I'm like, I was like, and I was asking chat and I was like, should this be two? And they're like, two, two, two. I'm like, okay, okay, we're making another video. And did the next topic. And then we did Zer. Then this one's going to go up. So we're going to have like four videos on my channel. Probably too many for YouTube to know what to do with. So... If you guys do watch them, thank you in advance, but we covered a lot of topics out there. Um, yeah, mm. it, we're in this weird downtime because I want I tweeted to the group DM that we've got out there and people are doing speed runs to Zer. Yo, that's where we're at yeah, in Destiny true, yeah. right now. So that yeah, is right what now. people are doing. Sweatsicle has been doing that for like the last three weeks. I think he started a trend. I don't know it's who did it first. Me up. It was, was him like, Fallout. I even but... saw Sweats and he was doing it and he was like, he got to the, he was like, ah! he's like, had like the fist pump he was moment so proud and everything. <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that being said, how much have you guys been playing Destiny in the past month or two or anything of that nature? Like how long, how much have you guys been playing Destiny recently? And this isn't to call you out. This is honestly just a state of where we're at. Yeah. Start with, start with Teddy. I played yesterday for the first time since the first day of Festival of the Lost, which I played the entire first day. Uh, and then before that, I hadn't played until the end of Solstice of Heroes. Mm. I am in a place where I don't want to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Teddy. There's <laughs> not a lot to do. Like, I mean, brother. the intro lives up to it. Max triumph score. He's literally, literally actually done it all. That's not figurative. That's literal. Mm -hmm. um, and... Yeah, there's not much left for you right now in the waiting time. What about you, Scream? How much have you been? You've been finding weird, funky glitches, trying to break the game before they fix it all? I'm trying to, but I think they've I've either found them all currently or they're just they've gotten rid of any of the fun stuff. Like there's some <laughs> little things here and there. There's that always like be, a little that might farm, be a theme we bring up later, but we'll get there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. But you know, it's like like bounty hoarding doesn't really seem to be like it's going to like that would be what you were doing right now. So it would be like um, trying to figure out the most efficient way to farm out all the bounties, but there's no point in doing it. So it's like even farming out certain gear, you know, it's like you have everything like you can go to the, the recaster and you can turn in a whole bunch of stuff. But if you don't have it all by now, then like, I mean, you can go do that, certainly, but it doesn't really give me a lot to do necessarily. So I've been playing, I play every week, usually at reset every Tuesday, I'll get on for like a couple hours just to sort of see like, all right, did they, what's, you know, what's the, the flashpoint this week, even though I don't think they call it the flashpoint anymore, but what the, what's the planet well, we this week? Flashpoint. And yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> like uh, the planetary thing is still the flashpoint. That's actually still there. Right. Okay. It's still flashpoint. All right. So what's the flashpoint? What's the nightfall ordeal for the week to see if there's like, a good time if it's a good time to run uh you know like a 1100 and if there's an exploit for it i'll mm -hmm. i'll do something on that but i've covered like all of them already at this point and nobody wants to do anything other than lake of shadows anymore so yeah, so it's like yeah. if it's not lake of shadows with double facts. reward nobody cares facts. facts i get disappointed when i don't see it <laughs> i mean right that just kind of goes to show where the state of 
the nightfalls are at too and like what mm-hmm. people are looking for probably some of the worst stuff though is i see people grinding nightfalls and they're like lost another 10 uh and what i can't even remember it's been so long since i've actually gone for the ascendant shards shards yeah it's like shards. i saw 10 mm-hmm. shards i got kicked 10 shards out of my postmaster and i was just like i want to cry because i know that takes a little while to grind at least i have been juggling 18 out of 21 postmaster slots for six months wow <laughs> and is... nothing has gotten nothing's gotten pushed out it's all exotics shards prisons this man does uh, one activity kills nothing modules. goes back to the tower on a consistent basis <laughs> Dim. Dim is very helpful. Dim, yes, indeed. <laughs> respect it, respect. Yeah, man, that golf ball farming, them shards, man, like, that's pretty much, yeah, I think for me, same boat, like, just trying to be efficient as we prep, you know, as we get closer, just making sure the roles are tight, making sure I got all different variants, you know what I'm saying, of different stuff. I've been hitting the recast up a little bit, but yeah, same, same deal, man, same deal, just, just not much, but, um, oh, well, now, actually, I've been starting to do my, um, you know, getting in the raid farms and stuff like that and cleaning up. And Teddy would know as we had a great conversation <laughs> recently uh, about what's going away catalyst wise and yeah. a good discussion on, you know, if I, you know, if you didn't complete uh, Whisper of the Worms catalyst, you know, you come, better start it this week. Right. Right. But like, is it going to be a situation for people like I think shout the addict like he's in a situation or where they might not have enough time to complete certain ones like sleep. He has sleep or similar catalyst. I'm jealous. <laughs> but it's so many steps. So it's just like, what's going to happen? And uh, it was a good discussion being Teddy had where it's like, is it going to be removed? The catalyst going to be removed from from the gun because it's incomplete? You know, that kind of thing. So it just it was mm. kind of curious. So finishing up that kind of stuff. Yeah, I was like, for me, I've, I'll log in on Tuesday. I'll do my, if I can find a group that's doing Escalation Protocol, get my World Line Catalyst. I'm 60% there, Outbreak. I've got a buddy, Mano Destra. He's like, we're going to have him on the podcast at some point later on. He can do that thing in his Mano. sleep. Mano, exactly. Yeah, he's working on trying I'm to get a thousand, a thousand runs through zero hours, his goal before Beyond Light. And he's at like wow. 900, I think. Wow. So he's carried yeah. a bunch of people. I, he's He will just like literally do it while he's like watching a show. And he's got a, like a glitch where he can skip part of it. So he's got plenty. Like the other people, as long as you kill the beginning enemies, yeah. he's like boss is dead and there's like five minutes left. And usually like. Go under the like, barrier. Yep. Through the wall. Yeah. yeah. Watch him scream and it's crazy that he goes through. So that one and then outbreak. So those are my two catalysts. But outside of like I'm not going for sleeper. I'm not going for Telesto. Yeah. I haven't really, I haven't really been too bent out of shape not having the catalyst up to this point. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna like you know break myself to try and go after like raid grinds over and over because you can only do those. You can't even like go after those like the exotics anyway. You get a ch- one chance a week, and if you don't get it, and I'm like, I'm not that worried about it. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, like again, Teddy, like we had that discussion, right? We were just saying how you know we just feel it's a little messed up that you know a lot of those some of those catalysts require RNG or very time gated activities. And it's just like, one would have thought they would have either blessed the RNG a bit or the drop rate on those specific rewards. And uh, Teddy has some theories. <laughs> so for for the final stretch of the season, they made it so that raids drop. Um, you could do them over and over. They're repeatable, basically. But for whatever reason, the catalyst specifically, the drop, it's a one-week lockout. So you only get one chance the initial time you do it. That sounds like it's pretty intentional to me. <laughs> like, that's not something that you, like, overlook and you're like, oh, whoops, we accidentally didn't, you know, change the one to a zero on this. <laughs> uh, 
Are but, you implying engagement encouragement? Pretty much. I mean, that's that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's what it boils down to. You, you want them to be raiding as much as you can be for this last little bit. <laughs> they don't. They don't ever tell us these things. So mm-hmm. they really. I don't. just go off. You know, it's just what I. My opinion. I gotta make that very clear because people will flame me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but eh. no, I mean that's it is what it is. It has. I mean, there are certain times where like, hey, there was an oops you made in Destiny, and then there's other times you're like, I know that wasn't an accident, and that's one of those where you're like, you intentionally made these things. You said, hey, exotics raid loot, you can do it over and over and over. Turn that switch on. Turn that switch on. Exotics, leave that one off. Like, yeah. they're going down the line fixing these things so you can do it. And they intentionally made the decision to be like, oh, you can't farm Catalyst. You have to do, you know, Sparrow yeah. runs and Scourge for these mods that don't even matter, by the way. Those aren't yeah. really going to matter. They're all going away. They're getting Appreciate deprecated it. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I know people had granted those for a while. And they're like, well, I guess I can stop, which is a good thing. And that's kind of one of those things I wanted to ask you guys about. And we said that a little bit in chat. But it's just like the timing of their choice of when to tell us some information. It's always kind of interesting to me, at least like we finally were like three weeks out now and like the hoarding, the bounty thing kind of was covered. But even there's like some people like, can we have like some clarity? And then, you know, like people have I've been hearing people even in like certain discords and stuff like they're like, hey, we're doing scores runs again and again and again. And then they finally were like, yeah, we're not using those mods. And it's always those. I think, Teddy, you might have actually had a pretty good theory on it. Um, just a, you know, a same thing almost to try and give engagement during this downtime. Cause if they said they're not there, people are going to stop playing. But on the other side, how does that come across to your base when you're like, Hey, I've been crying in this thing. It's going to be fallen three weeks before the end of the season. Yeah. That's not going to work. You're like, I'm, I'm sorry. What I've been doing this. How much for, and that's just, Oh, it's, I understand why, but also it's like respecting your player base for their time that they put in for something that's not going to matter when they typically expect like most of the mods that we've earned so far continue to add on into the game we haven't really lost anything besides what's been attached to the artifact and now the fact that you've got mods that are attached to all these raids work everywhere taken's the only one the others are gone and these things have been in the game for a couple years now so it's like it's been a decent thing it was thought of something to grind for so i was curious if you guys had any thoughts on that or if it was just me um scream go ahead go ahead scream i'll let teddy go yeah Okay. Um, they're they're too nice. They they seemingly always do this, or most of the time, where they tend to announce the changes that will affect the next season or DLC right before the DLC happens. And I feel like some of them, not all of them, they probably know pretty far in advance, but they just don't want to tell us. Um, I have nothing to substantiate that other than like intuition and just kind of the way they communicate things to us. But it kind of irks me when it's like, all right, one week we're like, all right, armaments don't matter anymore. But you know you grinded for them this entire season because you thought they were going to work. And just to like preface this ahead of, uh, on the side, I think getting rid of armaments or, or deprecating them is a good thing. Yeah, uh, they, definitely, they definitely needed to go. It just sucks that they told us now instead of four months ago. Right. When it comes to like... Uh, well, I'm blanking here. The like the the grind stuff, like to to basically make us, you know, or not make us, but incentivize us to go play the raid. It's like, hey, we brought back these raids, and you can you can grind them indefinitely mm-hmm. uh, and loot drops. But guess what? We're changing the armor, so you got to basically those are invalidated now again. Mm-hmm. And it kind of irks me the wrong way because it's like you you essentially lied to me. Like like you kind of were like, 
do this thing you're gonna be rewarded <laughs> later for it but oh, wait no we changed our mind here mm-hmm. um and i get it i'm sure like things are just in flux for them when they when they're making this stuff and so maybe they don't even know the answer to it right but like like the bounty stuff for example they had to have known that in advance because this is what the the fourth year that we've been doing this now yeah. where it's like stack yeah. your bounties yep um so it's, it's just stuff like that that I mean, you guys know this. I've talked about this before. Like, it just yeah. bothers me, but I'm still going to play the game. So, mm-hmm. no, you know, it, it is Man's what it is. Man's got a triumph so. score. He's definitely going to play. Yeah. I'm locked in for life. That's that's the problem. <laughs> they got us. What about yeah. you, Scream? Really Any thoughts on all this controversial timing of messaging? Not really. I'm just making that up, but, you know. <laughs> um, I mean, it was sort of expected. I, I Like Teddy was saying, um, the bounty thing, yeah. That one, that's the one that really surprised me because it was sort of like, I I would always assume that they were going to do this eventually because it was such a shortcut once the new season started. And I always was, I always just felt like that was one of those things that they didn't really know how to control it. Like they wanted people to play. So they wanted people to hard hoard bounties because they don't want the end of the season to go out with like a whimper. They want people like ramped up for the next season, mm-hmm. but they couldn't figure out how to do that while have um you know not cheat the next season so they were trying to like play this balancing act forever and i just didn't know when it would finally like the shoe would finally drop you know mm-hmm. um but i mean it makes sense i'm not really upset with it it's more like i just don't really know what to do you know <laughs> like yeah, yeah, i guess yeah. i can m- most of my time lately if i'm in the game uh has been spent just trying to get any exotics that I didn't get, not even worrying about the catalysts because there's so many that I'm just like, uh, it's not even realistic for me to really think about them. Right. I just want the the weapon so that I can, you know, use it for, for something else later if I want to do some exploit. So really everything that I've been doing has sort of been from a content creator's perspective, like not, re- I don't even really remember. I think the last time, I actually was just playing straight, like just mm-hmm. to just get something that I wanted to. And I just was spending the time just to play it was when we were farming out the anarchy, which right. was like, what, like that a month a ago? That was a fun run. Yeah, that was a fun run. Yeah, yeah. it was. We did a shout lot of runs. You. But yeah, like, shout out to you. That, that, was, mm-hmm. that was like the last time we did it. or That was like the last time I was like just playing just because I wanted to get something. Everything since then has really just been to uh, sort of recap what's going on that week and and you know put out some stuff for people if they're looking for that like last little bit of like mm-hmm. really like focused in game content like those guys yes. who are who want that 1100 nightfall ordeal done and they want them mm-hmm. all you know they want that uh seal so other than that i'm not really upset by it so much as i hope that when they do this later on that they can figure out a better way to do it because it's blatantly obvious they just didn't tell us. I mean, it's not, I don't think it's, I mean, I don't think it's really, I don't think they're fooling anybody, at least anybody who's played for more than, I don't know, six months. They they did this, they don't really know how to do this properly, so they just didn't tell us. (laughs) Shout out, shout out to Cat Daddy in the chat. He was, he said good times. He talked about those anarchy runs. Thank you. Cat Daddy. Yeah, get that. But yo, again, scream shout out to you because to be honest with you, man, I I gave up on it. I was like, I'm never gonna get that. I I, was, I just yeah. literally, and it was just screaming the crew. They like, yo, the, the clan's in here, man. Get in here. We're, we're doing runs, and yeah, dude, like we just farmed it. I think what, what was the thing? I think what was happening is only a couple people were getting it, and then 
I would just, I think I said someone else opened the chest first, and then maybe the other people who haven't got it can get it. Right. And it worked out that yeah. time. It was kind of funny. Yeah. But yeah, was, shout out to, yeah. Shout, to, shout out to Cat Daddy because he was actually the guy who had the checkpoint. He was the one yes. who ringed me up. He's like, yo, I got the checkpoint. And I'm like, okay, we're just doing it. We're going for it. And then like yeah. people just kept joining in, joining in, addict, like, like everyone. Like, every, literally, he it was like a, from the phone. Yeah, it was like an assembly <laughs> line of everybody in the clan who didn't have anarchy. And it was like, yo, let me yeah. get a spot. Let me get it. <laughs> Next, Calling get number one seven three. Yep, addict yeah. driving home from work. He's like, "What are y'all doing?" I in said, the car. Yeah. yeah. I was like, "If you don't get in this room," I said, "Bro, I just got anarchy. Like, I never thought I was gonna get that." So yeah, shout out to you guys. That was a fun run. Shout out to Sinister the Clan. Good, good time. It's always good to have screen yeah, with Sinister. people around for these moments. I, you, you got your name on by anarchy, and your name's on by Xenophage. <laughs> nice. Uh, oh yeah, this well, the Xenophage. I take full credit for that one. <laughs> I own so, all back. progress for everybody in yes, the world yes, on that yes, weapon. Yes, I'm just going to take full credit for it. Oh, you're the best for that, bro. And I, I, I went kicking this scratch. I was like, I don't want to do that gun's trash. This is pre-Zeno failure. Not anymore. Talk about was, a turnaround. Bro, I thank Scream all the time. I was like, yo, subscribe to the channel. Will Hill Scream, <laughs> subscribe to the channel. But anyway, let's go. So, yeah, I was like, I mean, that's, that's kind of where the state of Destiny has been for, seems like all of us is like, Gotten the final eyes of whatever the season has left, and mostly for the year of stuff that you might be missing. Some of us had a lot of stuff done. Some of us were just going for triumph score. Some of us had to hit a catalyst here or there. It's been quiet. Um, I don't know if we'll do a full season review right now or anything, but mm-hmm. generally, one of the big things that started dropping was late last week, early this week, is the fact that there have been websites starting to crumble under the pressure of the uh, ban hammer. <laughs> Which has been wonderful. Aww. I was going to say, Cognito, <laughs> as you're a PvP guy and anybody who does trials, especially, I want to pass it to you first. As you like, when you started seeing like, especially the uh, perfection one start to fall, like, what do you think? Like, is is this what you've been waiting for? Is this like, what do you think? Start, you know, it's it's going in the right direction. It's going in the right direction. I felt that. Um, shout out to Aston Cross, man. I, I saw the tweet. I was like, what's he like? Is that that's one of my PvP go-tos. And I was just like, what's he getting all excited about? So I'm looking and I'm like, ah, they're hitting up the, you know, the, the aimbot and the wall hack sites. You're getting cease and desist. So I'm like, wow, okay, we're taking action legally. This is a good thing. You know what I'm saying? Now, in the grand scope of things, is it stopping every single hat? No. But it's good to see, you know, they are taking steps. It's going in the right direction. You know, it's still, we still got a long way to go, though. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, Teddy can attest, you know, we, we've been in those those trials run, those PvP runs, and you just you just get, it's at the point now where you're afraid to give someone credit for good play because you're like, I want to say that was a great snipe you did. I want to say you outplayed me. But then there's a part of me where I look at your stats and I look at your thing and I'm like, ah. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, again, it's Teddy, always yeah. It's always questionable. Like, like most of the time, it's probably not a cheater, but you always mm-hmm. have that doubt in your mind where you're like, oh, it could be. And then you look at the stats and you're kind of like, uh, you know, so console, yeah. console like the ultimate go to excuse. Yes, as long yeah. as an excuse exists. And it's the thing that drives you crazy because you'll always get frustrated because as soon as you die, you have that excuse in the back of your mind and you just go, cheater. That's it. <laughs> it's over. Facts. And then you just. You know, throw something and and leave. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, but look at the end Dangerous of the day. Dangerous household. You got their screen. 
It is. <laughs> yeah, man. At the end of the day, it's just one of those things where you're just like, okay, you know, they, I, I like that action is being taken. Let's see how far they continue to ramp this up. We know as we're going to get into the TWAB, there's going to be a lot of, you know, new trials, things that's happening. So, you know, they're not running away from PVP and these things got to be addressed. So I also want to see how the relationship with Steam in, in, in on PC is going to work with these type of uh, moves. So step in the right direction. But I was definitely at least happy to see that type of action taken. Yeah. I mean, me too. It was nice to see some people like, is this going to instantly fix it? No. Some people are saying, hey, the software still works for another 30 days. The one big thing I saw, we have to completely re-download Beyond Light. That's a fresh install, a new patch. That's the point where... Did you not know Ooh. that scream? I saw that expression I did on your not face. Know that. Yeah. You are going to have to completely re-download the client for pretty much everything. So especially if you're on PlayStation 4 and you got that, you know, copy time, you're going to want to make sure you plan ahead. <laughs> the servers are going down at like 9 p.m. the night before for at least my time, something like that. So you're going to have some time, but make sure if you're going to work and then you come home, do it in the morning, do it the night before, do it at midnight, whenever you can, like do it before you go to work. So at least you come home and it's done because that is definitely going to take some time. But I'm honestly wondering if that will help too. a brand new version mm. comes out that nobody's got like time to kind of dig into as much. And maybe they make some changes in there. They're doing the they're switching up something with the clients where it's like more physics based versus something. I can't remember all the terminology. I know some of you guys may know what I'm talking about. They're making a change there on how like the world sees as opposed to this many groups of this enemy are alive. Now it's going to know where they are. And if they can do a couple more things to understand like, Hey, you just fired 7,000 times in one second and respawned four times. Yeah. You probably need to go. Like if they can actually finally have something that reads that type of stuff, maybe we'll be in a better place, but we'll just have to see. I hope things keep getting better because as you said, Cognito, when we get to uh, the last part of the TWAB, we have some incentive that if you, people are going to want to cheat, now there's more incentive than ever, but we will get to that a little bit later. But in the middle of the week, we also got story. Oh, yeah. We got a lot of people who played a lot of pieces of this game. We've got a spin foil hat expert down here. He's got a tank top and a spin foil hat, but he's looking good either way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. But we got I try, you know, I try. But we got a trailer <laughs> and I got to take I got to pass it to you, Scream, first. When you watch this trailer, just first thoughts mm. as soon as you watched it, what's what's your your theories, your thoughts, what you feel about it. I watched it like four times, but I, I want to get yours first because I'm very curious what you've been thinking. I am sort of, you know, like, you know, I have a theory and I'm mm -hmm. hanging on to it. Exactly. Uh, I, you know, and I got to be honest, I didn't really know how I could connect. And maybe <laughs> I missed something and maybe you could point out maybe there's uh -huh. one major thing that I missed connect this particular sort of enemy it, it seems like a precursor enemy um and you know it, it doesn't not fit into my theory but okay. i don't think it's like it's not that like uh it's not that like real you know specific thing that i thought would tie it all together there was actually something else Mm -hmm. That um, if you wouldn't mind me just go for it, that's why we got And also let the, let the, let the people Before, by the campfire know what the theory not in is. Yeah, we gotta know your theory first. Let the yeah. campfire theory. people know. Oh, okay. We holding you to this one, so I need they need right. to hear this. Yeah, Continue. we need on record <laughs> so, what is yes, the theory. Record, so when you're wrong, the I'm like, hey, scream. Yeah, so when we're wrong, we're gonna Good replay job. this tape, <laughs> and I have a clip. Okay, so can we start? This is not. I mean, this was a. 
this is a theory that actually I just um, sort of ascribed to. It was actually um, the guy who came up with it is a buddy of mine. Big shout out to my buddy Reaper Guyver. He's been gaming Absolutely. forever and he's a huge lore dude. He loves Destiny lore and Halo lore. He'll he'll know any lore, even if he doesn't play the game. He gets into the loot. So his theory to mm -hmm. summarize into one sentence is that Mara Sav is Savathun. Mm. And that the Dreaming City was actually created through the adoption of a Vex mind that or Oryx, yes, the Taken King, gave to Savathun as like a present to uh, a, a, that was it was initially designed. The Vex mind was actually designed to defeat the Hive, okay. but was defeated and then was given to Savathun as a gift, mm -hmm. and she used it with the ability and it has the ability i think to create singularities to create the dreaming city as a way to subvert the sword logic Ooh. so that's why the dreaming city always is on a three-week pattern it's just we Fine. need to continually consume either we beat the raid and it consumes that way or we get defeated and it consumes that way but essentially it puts it on a loop allowing her to not have to constantly live this like life of consumption essentially right. but there was something in and everything as far as like what we are going to be getting definitely kind of holds into that. Right. Um, as far as expansions are concerned in the trailer, I didn't necessarily pick out one specific thing that was directly related to that. Right. But um, the involvement of the drifter is mm -hmm. heavily like tied to that because essentially Gambit is the same thing. It's right. like a, a, a consumption loop. Right. And there was another thing in the um, uh, means to an end quest this mm -hmm. past week, the last one that we got. Yeah, talk to Where we, we see Nacris and there's that cutscene, and there's the dialogue where mm -hmm. I, I can't remember who asked the question, but one of the characters, it might be the go your ghost, asks why Savathun is interested in Nacris. Um, and they make a reference to him being a necromancer and figuring out a way to like, I, I can't remember exactly the word that they were using, but mm -hmm. essentially use a pattern of destruction that, again, subverts sword logic mm -hmm. through a loop. They may, I think they actually mentioned the word a loop. And mm -hmm. then they ask, why would she be interested in him? And I think it's because she was trying to figure out the same thing. And this was just another person who did the same thing. And that's also why the Drifter is involved. Mm -hmm. um, and I think ultimately it'll just, that's that's where it will go. Okay. But again, we hold you know, you to this. big Tim We hold you to this because when it's wrong, I won't play this book. <laughs> 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 I like the whole idea the of like when, uh -huh. the, oh, sorry, the, and then the Awoken were formed in a black hole and mm -hmm. like Marasov's crew were actually humans that fell mm -hmm. into a black hole and the mm -hmm. singularities that create are created by the Vex are essentially black holes. So it's like, and I actually think that's kind of what the darkness is. It's Well, the darkness is kind of like the worms that control the hive, essentially, or mm -hmm. it infected the proto-hive. At least that's in my mind. And I think what we're facing in the pyramid ships are like that joining of that vex mind that was okay. that was created to defeat the hive cr controlled by the hive and that's why you get this like so let me know, ask you thing. a quick question with this beyond light story reveal trailer 
based mm. on what you've seen, you know, first of all, your excitement level for it, number one. And then two, uh, it's you know, based on, on what you've seen, like, do you feel any anything with your theory was shaken or you still think things can still consistently fall the way you're going? Ba- just, just I think, based it, on what I think it was reinforced. I think it was reinforced, actually. I think oh. that, I mean, everything that I've seen has, though there's stuff that isn't, you know, like they reveal something and it's not necessarily directly pointing right. to that. There's nothing that points away from that. There's okay. just, you know, like everything, we're going to have arcs to this that ultimately reveal something else. It doesn't mean that the arc from the, you know, the standpoint of like this, this is the new enemy. We have to defeat them. Okay. That's all we need to really know right now. Right. Where, what happens at the end of that, that, right. that will probably play into the overarching story, but just based off of what expansions are coming mm-hmm. and sort of the, the characters involved, mm-hmm. moreover, um, that seems to really point to it. And all these little things like that thing with Nakris, that really like, I don't know. That really backed it up for me. I wish I knew exactly what they said in the cutscene, but it was essentially saying that this person, Nakris, mm-hmm. had figured out a way to. I think they said subvert the worms. I think that's okay. what they said. Fair enough. Fair enough. Teddy Man, new story trailer. What's going on, man? How you feeling about it? It's. I mean, it's a story trailer. Like I'm. I'm excited. What, what, here's the thing. I love Destiny's story. I love Destiny's lore, but. Destiny's campaigns are never like, you know, God of War, Last of Us level, <laughs> and and I, don't, and I don't expect them to be that, right? Like that's not that's not what I want them to be. Um, so I always kind of temper my expectations because they're usually good, like they're not bad. Um, that being said, though, like there, I I feel like so we we know that Destiny's development, especially early on, Destiny one, its development was very turbulent, yes, and. I think they're finally kind of getting to a point where their original vision is starting to like come into play. I, I feel like everything we've done up until this point, with the exception of maybe Taken King, because we know that Taken King was actually part of the base game, but then they yeah. cut a lot of stuff and changed a lot of stuff. I feel like that they, this has all been kind of like one big side quest, essentially, up until now. And now we're, we're finally getting answers. <laughs> like Shadowkeep was like the tip of the iceberg, sort of, yeah. where we're like, all right, now we're, you know, we're, we're finally getting to that point where. This is what their original vision. I have nothing to back that up. I think that's just that's just my theory. But I'm excited. You know, I like going through the story once. I'm obviously gonna I'm gonna have to play through it like super fast. Yes. Um, but uh usually with Destiny stories, like when I replay it the second and third time, uh my alternate characters, uh that's kind of when I let it, everything sink in. So right. uh I love Varix, D- uh D Bradley Baker. Yeah, my actor. new friend is here. Yeah. If he doesn't say dismantle minds <laughs> at least once, I'm gonna have to uninstall the game. <laughs> Uh, uh, the the stranger finally is back, even though they told us whatever what, two years ago. Luke Smith had that interview. Oh yeah, uh, where he's like that story's not, concluded, her story's done, and we're yeah. like, mm. sure. um, so you know, I'm excited. Now, here's a question for all of you: What's up? Do you think either we will fight the new enemy race, the darkness, presumably, or see them at the very least mm. at some point? I get at the E. Oh yeah. Yeah, it go, I'm going straight to you on this. We never had this talk. I don't think we will get. Just that, I mean, that's an off-the-cuff guess. This expansion specifically seems built around Hydras with legs and Aramis. Hydras with legs. <laughs> uh, no, but I mean, you, you have what looks to be very much 
a, a darkness ship. It is the pyramid. We still don't know who's flying these things, who parked them here, why, like how they got there in the first place. It wasn't the Vex. It wasn't the Fallen. Something else seems to be the veiled hooded figures. There seems to be Vex walking around on these things. So I don't think they are either still here. They parked it and left as like a, you know, a. I can't even think of the right word, but I think they may have just parked and left it. I don't think we're going to be facing them yet because in my mind, it goes uh, beyond light. Our first like piece of darkness powers, because we can see that Aramis is able to wield stasis. And this is our first chance to do the same thing. We're actually embracing the darkness for the first time. I think it would be a quick transition to go. Hey, we still think the traveler's pretty good. Sup darkness that I don't, I think it's going to have to be a little more gradual than that. And then you go witch queen, which is this weird kind of the only major, as you said, proto hive God that's left probably wrong terminology, but you guys know what I mean. Mm. Savathun is the ultra hive that remains. And if we actually get to face her, even listening to Bife, I think he was talking to uh unknown player on their like creator talk. I listened to them for a little bit. And he was just like, I love those. The fact that we see, Savathun is going to be a main enemy. Even he was surprised because we had him on before a while back and was like, mm-hmm. hey, do you think we'll get to fight Savathun? He's like, no, I don't expect to see. I don't expect to see Savathun because she's going to find some way to be a proxy. Use anything else to basically yes. try and have us fight it, not directly her. So the fact that if she's like a direct enemy, that's a surprise. And then my progression then would be Lightfall somehow is when we finally actually face the ultimate if we do the darkness or it's a decision between them. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's where I think it would be. So I think us facing the darkness personally is a long ways away. And that's a very long answer to get there. So Mm -hmm. who's next? (laughs) I'll jump in. Um, Yo, first off the story trailer, definitely excited to see. Um, Liked, you know, I was, I'm with, I'm with uh, scream in that, Aramis is definitely one of those precursor kind of enemies, you know what I'm yeah. saying, that, you know, I, I know it's not just Aramis and, and stuff, but this is what they're building us up for right now to get us all geared up. Um, I, I, I like the little rally call, get the troops together. Fallen have been broken, y'all. Like, Fallen have really been down on the dumps. We've kind of decimated them. So to see her talk, her talk, get the base riled up, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, say, look, it, it makes sense. The reason why I like this story so much, because it makes sense with the Fallen's history as far as the Traveler kind of rejecting them, yeah. right? So to me, this is the perfect thing to embrace. Like, yo, we're going to take this darkness. We, you know, we're going to show that damn sphere, you know, you was wrong. And, and I, I love that whole build up there. So that, that part's exciting me. The thing that actually threw me for a loop, though, was the homie Varix. I thought, I don't know why, I thought like he might betray us. But when I actually saw it, you know, it was like, no, he's calling out for help. Like, this is a distress call. Like, he's not in all the way on board with things. And then, call me if I'm wrong, did he get like frozen by Aramis or something? Like, did she like. His feet got frozen. And then I went. I did this in the trailer because, of course, I, I go frame did. by frame. I know you did. And I'm like, when it cuts back, because you see Aramis freezing like his feet. He's frozen in place, holding mm-hmm. his hands up. And then when it cuts, like kind of a dramatic swipe or whatever, you wonder, yeah. like, is she killing him? But right. as soon as it switches to her, sorry, I snapped in the mic. Uh, mm-hmm. As soon as it switches to her, the background changes. It is not the same place where she's standing. Right. So I don't right. know if it's just like a very good dramatic cut, but right. I don't think they would build up Varix. Mm-hmm. And then 
kill him? True. The homie but, in trouble, though. Oh, like, yeah, he's, he's definitely, he's playing double and triple agent and somebody, yeah. something's going to bite him in the butt, it seems. It's like, yeah, she found out something and she's like, no, you know, you're not probably with the cause and she's taking action. So we got to see that. And then to me, even though obviously we haven't talked, they didn't talk about it there. To me, the buildup for me, the reason why I'm personally excited. That's what the attic and he was just like, eh, this is probably the first one I'm not too excited. But for me, the Europa thing, we already know it was always on the cutting room floor for a long time. Right. So so this is something I really want to embrace. But the thing for me is Deep Stone Crypt. I cannot wait. Like I the Exos are such a unique entity in Destiny. And I've always wanted to know more. And obviously we know the history when we did Cage Will and and you know he talked about it as an Antilatus or whatever it was. The, the, the Deep Stone Crypt has been mentioned for so long. So I'm curious to see if it's just going it's gonna be a whole area. Is it going to be just the raid that specifically? But that's the part that I'm actually more excited for. I, I'm with Scream. This is the fake out. Like, we know Aramis. <laughs> we're beating Aramis. We're taking your darkness. Okay, what's after that? Is it going to be a Dreaming City situation where they open up this whole kind of thing? Like, that's the part that excites And I know Bungie, I feel they holding on to that. They, they do, they're doing this little diversion, this misdirection to act like this is the only threat. And that's the part that excites me. I was like, for me, my only thing is the best expansions that we've had have had good villains, per se. You had Oryx built up as the dad of Crota, who we fought in Regicide, and he was the main raid boss, and there was this awesome through line. Taken King is one of the best expansions. Forsaken, also up there. You have Aldrin, who ends up killing Cade. Spoiler alert, if you aren't paying attention, sorry. Um, sorry, do like. But, like, you know, he kills Cade, then we get the Dreaming City, and then it's Riven, who's the wish thing, and then that's the behind the thing. There's a big through line. My only worry is that they're giving us a trailer to a villain in Aramis, and they're, mm -hmm. they're going to do exactly what you said they're going to do. They're oh, not going to... I'm. That's my... I mean, I expect it, because that's mm -hmm. what they do, because they've killed Hive God, like, Worm Gods in... The yeah, we third see, story we mission. We'd be in a strike. We'd be in Zola Zola <laughs> Like, yeah, and you kill them over and over in a strike. But on the other side, it's also they're building up a villain. They're giving her a backstory. She's getting these stasis powers. All I want is her to have a little bit more than just like five story missions and we kill her. If that's all it is, I know that's what they typically do. And I, I that's where my expectations are. But I would like to see them do something different to give this villain a bit more life. Because when we have a good villain, any movie that typically has a very good villain typically is usually a better movie. Because if you have a yeah. crappy villain... The protagonist isn't chasing too much and doesn't have a, right. like, you know, a big struggle. Joker's like the Dark Knight's one of my favorite movies because the Joker is so well done. And that's the thing is like we're actually getting to see a little behind the scenes of Aramis and the struggle of what she's going through and what she's trying mm -hmm. to put back together and put the fallen houses together. Mm -hmm. If we go through all this and be like, all right, I finally got the houses. We've got stasis. We mm -hmm. have a chance to show the traveler who's boss. Oh, we killed him in four story missions. That doesn't feel yeah. like it's justice for our first tease of stasis and I darkness think. powers. And that's what like. I will be disappointed, but sadly hit expectations if that's all it is. So in the back of my mind, I'm hoping it's more. But again, I've also played Bungie Destiny campaigns. So it's hard to expect a lot more than that because even Panoptes, who's really cool, we didn't know who he was. I wish we got to see him more. But most of those we don't get to see. Right. So I'm just hoping for more. That's all I can say. I'm hoping for more, but not expecting as much. What I call Dominus Goal Syndrome. Like this cool, introduction, great motivation, Great storyline, 
But then, like, we got him out of there so quick. I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. And then Callis just came on the scene. And don't get me wrong, no disrespect to Callis, but, which is cool. But it was a shame that the arc was so quickly cut down. And I, I fixed I, I, I love the Gaul character. I, I really did. So it's the same thing with Aramis. And, you know, hopefully they, they buck the trend, man. Hopefully, you know, maybe stick around. So I, I have a, I have a, th- I have a theory. Go for, Go for it. About Go for it. Aramis. Let's get it. Um, I don't think, I don't think she's actually a villain. And I think that's the spicy. That's the switch. I don't okay. think I think we might fight Aramis, mm-hmm. but I think in the end, Beyond Light, or at least this first part of the next expansions, is a redemption story. I think it's all a redemption arc. At mm. least if you want to go from a good if you're if you're looking at it from a purely narrative structure, meaning mm-hmm. like if you want to, and I don't know if Bungie necessarily does this, but I feel like they're getting better. <laughs> I was better like, this is it. Bungie with I mean, I'm just, yeah, I'm just, they're, they're getting better. It's coming from a script writing background and a film, you know, like I went to film school, so it's like you're I know that sort of that three arc bit. And in my opinion, what you see at the end of this is you see a character who has been betrayed. The fallen were betrayed. They were essentially. Us, us before yeah. we right. were us mm-hmm. they're they're you know there's they're scarred from that whole experience they they're trying to gain back some yeah. you know semblance of their worth they're broken so they turn to this new thing mm-hmm. i don't think it's quite what they you know hope it will be mm-hmm. or maybe maybe it is and maybe they just figure out a way that that they can you know, sort of have their cake and eat it too. They can have this new power, but they don't necessarily need to make new enemies because they have that new power, especially right. if we control it as well. And we just, it just becomes a, you know, a, a stalemate. Right. And then I think Olderin reappears at the end of mm. this. And I, cause he's got to, he's got to come back in here somewhere. And right. I think that ascendant lens thing that we actually got from the, um, Haunted Forest from opening mm-hmm. the site. I think that actually is sort of the key. It, it might mm-hmm. sound weird. I know that they've given out items like that and they've never done anything before. Mm-hmm. But I think in this case, mm-hmm. that one little item is going to be majorly important. I think it's a clue that we are where we're heading. And where we're mm-hmm. heading is we're heading back to the sort of Dreaming City, Marasov, Olderin story arc. Not mm-hmm. now. But at the end of this, okay. So I think that's where it culminates. It's like we get a new ally, we get a new ability, and then we get um, a, a well, a return of a character in Olderin, and then we push that. It's like we're getting all, you know, we're we're getting the band back together, but then we're, you know, we're kind of rallying all allies that we can. I actually think you might even see like the Cabal somewhere join up with us in this. Somewhere mm-hmm. along the lines, because I don't think they're inherently our enemies. I think they're right. just uh, pursuant of what they find to be a mutual enemy. Gotcha. Okay. I don't know. Well, it's, we got the theories. Got the, th- the thing yeah. caps out, man. It has been documented. Court reporter, you can close your book. <laughs> uh, but the website has a couple little pieces. I'll just read them off. Uh, it says the coming storm, a growing divide, echoes in our collective unconsciousness. Precious gifts bestowed by the traveler. Unspeakable evil brought forth by the pyramids. A division spreads and distrust grows between alliances long thought unbreakable. The truths we hold dear will be questioned. Guardian, is there more to the darkness than we thought? 
So there's a little bit about if you go to the Bungie website, I won't read all of these. I just always that's kind of a cool little thing just to put in the back of your mind, because as you're saying, who's good, who's bad? We still have the wonder of like when we saw the darkness at the end of the story trailer and Shadow Keep and they spoke to us in, in our forms. We still haven't seen them. We will be your salvation. Savathun has been trying to block us from actually communicating with the darkness, with the tree and Eris and all of those pieces. So there's this weird. They're not what they seem. But again, it's like two sides of the same coin. Is the traveler as good as they say? Is And it's always like, I always like the idea of perspective, like, you know, it's like the Jedi and the Sith. And I know it's like all the movies, like they have their ups and downs in Star Wars and stuff. But it's like, you know, from my perspective, you're evil. And then from your perspective, my, I'm evil. And it's like that piece is like, which side of the coin are we going to end up on? And it's just the fact that they're even throwing that question out there. Is the is there more to the darkness than we thought? And it seems that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead. Do you have anything? No, I was just looking at that story page. Actually that i missed that <laughs> but um yeah no nah, it's 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 interesting man i'm thinking about what what scream was saying and um i was actually wanted to ask teddy like you know about the band being together you know what i'm saying in reference more so to you know because we kind of got a taste of the the whole band being together as far as eris you know the drifter the stranger i wanted to focus on on that little group and i was just want to get your thought process on that meeting in, in reference to the st- story trailer and how much of an impact do you think they have with this um with this expansion i think they well in one of the trailers not not the most recent one the stranger looks like she's the vendor mm-hmm. uh like the way the camera cuts to her it looks like she's just standing there and you can go talk to her mm-hmm. um so i'm assuming we're going to interact with her mm-hmm. enough uh and obviously clovis brave is a big part of this whole thing so mm-hmm. and that's why they brought anna back because Anna's a big part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure the Deep Stone cryptized and all that, so th- that'll be cool. As far as Eris goes, yeah. uh, she's definitely doing something with the darkness, but I'm not, I don't claim to be a lore expert, so I don't, you know, I don't know exactly what's going on there. Um, I've always liked the Drifter, but I really don't understand, like, what his motive or his, mm-hmm. like, is he just trying to survive or is he trying to help us at the same time? Like, so I, I'm kind of torn on that. But uh, I'm going to be honest, I don't really think about this stuff too often. So. <laughs> uh, you kind of got me on the spot. No, that's but, uh, I, I always wanted to ask you this. Yeah, I always yeah. wanted to ask like your lore yeah. stuff. I, yeah, I just, I like the lore in Destiny, but I, like everyone else or most people, I watch the Bife videos. So. <laughs> the man. Shout, yeah. out to, shout out to the Bife man actually doing Godfall videos or, as well. Or, or yeah. Mylan. Mylan too. Mylan, well. yeah. Shout out to Mylan, yeah. shout out to Gamma. Oh guys, man, yeah. dude, their art. God. We had Gamma oh, on talk to him. Yeah. Some of Gamma Trap artists lately, I'm just like, He's on fire lately, too. Yeah, he's, he's on fire, bro. Also, I want to yeah. shout out my boy Trams, man. Trams been killing it with yes. the law, yes. too, man. Shout out to Trams. He actually got one of the biggest kudos for his, one of his videos. Um, was Morla. it Morla saluted him. So we've been we've been supporting Trams. Trams, we got to get you in, on, on the campfire as well, brother. Love what you're doing. Keep up the good work, man. Definitely. But yeah, I mean, is it? This is there's a lot of threads going on. You know, what I'm saying a lot of threads, a lot of stuff. It's an exciting time. I always, you know, it, e, you know how we get. Like, we get, we we have our expectation, what we hope it could be. You know what I'm saying? There's few times, no disrespect, that they really go that far. You're like, oh my god, they hit it with that. And there's most of the time, it's like, okay, it's what we expected. You know, boom, 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 beeline to Aramis, and then you know whatever. What happened, Tony? Have you have, to have, have any of you watched Lost? Yep. Yes. No. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, remember how Lost had all these threads that 
seemingly a lot of them never got answered though a lot of them didn't matter mm -hmm. i kind of feel like destiny's like that in a way Yo, except that's a, a good one <laughs> except except it's a longer uh experience because 10 years instead of uh i think six years was for lost yeah. uh -huh. um and there's just all these things where i'm like you got to start giving me answers now we're yeah. we're, we're approaching your what it, we're approaching your seven, seven right yeah. yeah so like i need answers to things that you've introduced in your one Facts. like we gotta we gotta you know i need to know what the smoke monster is i just gotta know like i, I don't, that's, I, that's I don't know if you guys darkness, like this, but that's the darkness in this in this yeah. thing but it's been it's gonna be 10 years or nine years till we might know what the smoke monster is and you're like are you yeah. like really come on like yeah and shout out to uh, apex we, we even forget the nine like yeah. the nine uh, is just this arbitrary thing and we could go on with that too right it's just it's so many threads it's like you said you, that's a perfect analogy there's there's just yeah and i and i don't know if you guys are this like i did but i watched lost as it aired like oh, every absolutely. week I've seen every i definitely week, caught you know. it later yeah <laughs> and, and i waited uh yeah i watched the uh i watched the first season of lost and then i watched the last episode of lost and i was like okay <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fair it's like makes sense <laughs> Continue. Everything in between, one, I really one didn't know. Three was probably better than the rest, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I think the first three were the best, but yeah, yeah. that's that's kind of I feel like we're at that point where, mm -hmm. like, I just just tell me just tell me what things are. Like, yeah, I, I don't I don't need this like tease anymore. This like grand reveal at the end, but that just makes more questions come up. Mm -hmm. Um, and as a side note, because we're talking about this earlier, I forgot mm -hmm. to mention this. How do you guys feel about fighting the fallen in their fourth form? Mm. <laughs> oh yeah that is, it is their fourth form isn't it because we've had siva and taken and now ice sorry uh, uh, cosmic ice stasis yeah, yeah. stasis yeah yeah and scorn but scorn that's right dead right. fallen live fallen look, zombie man. fallen look man They're desperate man resources man. everything they can exactly <laughs> look, spit glue but you got, they hold the fort down. I can't get mad at that one. I, look, I, I get it. I get it. We we got expansions. We got a seasonal format to adhere to. We got to stretch this thing out, man. Ain't that much in the cover. So we got a remix. Remix. <laughs> I was like, at least for me, for Fallen is something like they feel this one seems cool because they are almost on, as you said, they did have like the traveler was with them like basically bailed on them and helped us oh. out. And we're kind of see what that's like. Mm -hmm. And we do get to see something humanoid ish. And I'm giving that very, very loosely, mm -hmm. but you have like, we've seen Varix a little bit. We've seen skull loss and we've never really like, and it's been a while kind of since we've kind, kind of come back to Varix and just to see somebody yeah. like him come full circle. Mm -hmm. That's actually fairly cool to see that come. I mean, they're, they're bringing stuff. As you guys have said, we've been like, they're they're taking like year one of Destiny two and just kind of throwing Good it away because they're putting yeah. it in the vault, and mm -hmm. then you have like year one with the stranger and year two with uh, mm -hmm. Oryx and that connection kind of seemed to have gone through because that's going to connect to Savathun later on, and then we have the Prison of Elders now coming back in year six seven, mm -hmm. like they've they're pulling some of that old stuff out and there's this weird like stuff in the middle, where we're not going to use it. But at least as like longtime Destiny players, I'm actually excited to see Varix and the Stranger and then Eris and all this stuff come together because yeah. these are stuff we've seen for a while. We talked about this, I think, last time, though. If you take uh, a new person who buys Beyond Light, they don't they haven't played Destiny one. 
they haven't seen anything that came before Forsaken, and you have anything. And if, especially if they go by the Forsaken campaign, who's this EXO who gets shot? Why do I care? <laughs> and then it comes mm-hmm. into some of this stuff, and it's like. For us, this is actually a really good campaign to continue very old things, but new players to the game are going to be a little thrown off. I wonder how that's actually going to be for a new player experience. I'm excited about like where this stuff can go, and as you said, Scream, like some crazy theories of where it can actually get to. But as like a new player, I wonder how they're going to be able to explain yeah. where the hell any of this stuff comes from. Like They don't do like storyboard backstory. Like we talked about like Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of like, Tsushima. Really cool like storyboards for like Legends and a quick like... Here's a little history real fast. Yeah. If they don't do anything like that for some of these characters, there's going to be some very lost people, I think. I, I, agree. I agree. Or it's going to really say, do. click here and go to Bife's video. But I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the homie. But yeah, yeah. They definitely got to do something with, with the onboarding just to get people caught up because they can't assume that everyone's been there from day one like us. They just can't. You know what I'm saying? There's people that are not going to have any, you know, they're not going to understand the significance of the exo stranger being here. Right. They okay. just they not it's, it, it's going to have no context. It's just some random XO check. Like, again, so it's on Bungie, you know, right. To, like you said, a perfect example, storyboard or even when Destiny 2 first launched. And well, they kind of did it for the people that were returning players like, you know, OK, we defeated the great Oryx. We did this. Then we did like they need that to get like if they want to take their narrative seriously. Right. Yeah. If they don't if they don't want to do patchwork and putting it together, you need to do that kind of stuff because you do have a great foundation. You do have a great story here. It's just a matter of telling it correctly. So we'll see. Hoping, hoping. Yeah. I was like, there's a little character tidbits on those pages. It mentions like Varix after helping Aldrin escape the prison of elders. Varix has only recently emerged from hiding an uneasy ally in the fight against Aramis. He is, he is a shrewd opportunist who wants to do good, even if his choices are always suspect. And that kind of nails it pretty well. We don't Perfect. trust him. He's not completely bad. Apparently, he yeah. helped Aldrin escape. So he's like, he just does mm-hmm. stuff for his own self, but he doesn't have a completely crappy heart. Yeah. So it's like, sometimes it's in the right place, but like, if his motivations win, that's what's going to happen. He's he's an odd yeah. duck. And then you've got the stranger. Yeah. And Mysterious Exo has not been seen since the, fla- the fall of the Black Garden. Mm. That is the only mention as to why oh, yeah. everybody on this podcast and probably hardcore people know, but a new person being beyond like, what the hell is Black Garden? What, where, yeah. like, what is that? Exactly. Is that ever going to be? And will they actually, is that something they're going to talk about in the story? Like from the Black Garden, what were you doing? We saw you back then. Is it now? Where have you been for six years? All that type mm-hmm. of stuff. Um, and then hers is like with her experience, her experience will guide Guardian's understanding of the power of stasis. So she's actually going to be the one probably guiding us through. Yeah. Yeah. understanding stasis powers so the vendor yeah. part seems fitting yep eris when you see the story trailer first for her the cinematic trailer that was like quote e3 or whatever mm-hmm. you see her like holding her like basically the stasis on the ground around her when she's standing on the ice sheet mm-hmm. she's got a couple crystals around her so she's doing something with the darkness and mm-hmm. then the drifter as you said smooth talker good or bad we had never know so i mean we've got Hustler. some cool like, we I have like some cool characters. I keep calling them the anti-Vanguard because it's three people yeah. all related to the darkness in some way, mm-hmm. kind of broken off from, like, the ways of the light. But, I mean, I also didn't know. It says, uh, a survivor in unspeakable horrors. Eris is a former mm-hmm. hunter. I did not know yeah. she was actually a hunter. Really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't actually catch that at some point, but, yeah, she is. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I believe the Drifter is also a warlock. Yes. 
Mm. Well, then the stranger looks way too much like a hunter, so Titans got screwed. <laughs> In her defense, she comes from a different timeline. <laughs> Maybe she's Fair not enough. even one of the three classes yeah. we have. Yeah. Maybe she's yeah. something else. Yeah, uh, Jifted. So overall, she's got that weird like, ghost. Yeah, I want the yeah. fish ghost. I don't oh, fish something. It's not a ghost. Mm -hmm. But I yeah, bet I'm hyped. I was like, overall, it's like I want to see where the story goes. I hope they give it just a little more. It's got to it. I would love mm -hmm. to see it kind of in the level of the Taking Kings and the Forsakens, because if it's mm -hmm. like Curse of Osiris and Panoptes or Zal and Warmind, I am going to be bummed because they're actually giving mm -hmm. a trailer to a villain and we haven't had that in a while. So feels yeah, like it deserves a little bit of something. So yeah, that's the first thing that happened. And then, as we knew, the sandbox was coming. Now, Ooh. this is where Cognito, I know, Crucible Man, Teddy playing a little bit of everything. He's unbroken amongst everything else. He has it all. And Scream, of course, holding his own. I'm the schlub in PvP in this group. Damn. Uh, <laughs> we have some changes. And we got some of, like, specifics about weapon types and certain things. Uh, before we actually dive into specifics, mm -hmm. did you guys feel this was, like, the Crucible Sandbox-like TWAB? Or was this, like, the general Sandbox TWAB? Yeah, what you guys feeling? know how I feel. Uh, probably, uh, this feels more like a Crucible fix, but in typical Destiny fashion, it negatively impacts PvE <laughs> unnecessarily. <laughs> or it could be vice versa, it usually goes both ways, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I got a lot to say about this, but let's, we, we, you know, what do you think, Scream? Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Short answer. Yeah. yeah. I don't think there's yeah. that. I mean, I don't even know... Nothing about that was PVE to me whatsoever. It was all PVP to me. I mean, you're talking if you're talking hand cannons, honestly, you're only really talking PVP. I mean, I, I there there's some cases where you might use a hand cannon in certain PVE content if it's like the right thing for you know they have the right burn and it has the right kind of perks for a specific encounter if you're doing like a nightfall or something like that. But for the most part. There's no reason to bring a hand cannon <laughs> into a PVE like scenario. Daylight. You just uh, like, Daylight. you know, and, and the whole thing. And with snipers, like, it, you know, it was just it seemed to be catered specifically to not just PVE, but to risk versus reward kind of situations. So, you know, like that. Sniper hand cannon combination, in my opinion, always should have been the best combination like the fastest killing combination the mm. uh, the most risky because you have to be the most proficient with it to make it work properly but if you're good with those two weapons you should be able to dominate in pvp because they're hard to use so if they're hard to use that means they should be really good and that's why i that's kind of the messaging i got <laughs> that. yeah before we deep dive cog thoughts uh i just wanted to get the feel but i was like yeah i'm kind of getting the answer i was hoping for <laughs> so the non-spoiler feel yeah. of yeah just like how did you feel that, what who is this like sandbox like oh, notes yeah, yeah. for this is this is a crucible sandbox. No. you know what I'm saying? like this is this is again to what teddy said that it's gonna probably adversely affect vbe but yeah this <laughs> is this is me this is this was all selfishly everything i wanted to hear for the Crucible Sandbox and a lot of archetypes that I'm very, I cannot wait to dive into this because there's a lot of archetypes I have very strong feelings about. So yeah, yeah, this you is have, definitely- You have feelings? I know, I'm, I'm so cold-hearted. feelings. <laughs> I know, it's rare for me. 
<laughs> to express my emotions. All right. So the first giant one, and I'm just going to unpack all it. of this Let's and then let you guys go to town because there's a lot to unpack here. Mm-hmm. Hand cannons. So they're making changes to give hand cannons subfamilies more diversity and more reasons to use each. Aggressive. Now, by the way, if you guys don't know, aggressive and then the number that I put next to these, they're the same thing. So it could be RPMs like 110s, 120s, which are now the same, which is a thing. Uh, 150s, 140s, 180s, or lightweight, adaptive, aggressive. They have different names. They all mean the same stuff. So I'll try and say them together. Aggressive frames. These are your 110 RPM hand cannons. Are now 120 rate of fire hand cannons. They broke out aggressive hand cannons, allowing custom tuning of stats. Uh, For example, damage fall off for a full range bar uh, is now starting at 32 meters. That's aggressives. Mm-hmm. And they have kind of a separate stat workout as opposed to the other hand cannons. Adaptive and precision. Um, this is kind of everything lumped. Uh, range stat now has more impact on minimum damage fall off for both archetypes. Damage fall off for r- 100 range. And what they mean by that is if you have your range bar fully maxed out, if you're able, ever able to do that to your gun, this is what it means. Mm-hmm. Damage fall off for 100 range now starts at 25 meters instead of 20. So the damage falloff starts farther out for all of these hand cannons. Precision hand cannons, your 180 rate of fires, have a magazine scaled up by 37%. These Mm. are your fastest firing hand cannons, 37% more ammo. That one I'm probably okay with, but I'll still let you guys decide. This also affects exotics with that rate of fire. Is Malfeasance Mm -hmm. like a 180, I think, if I remember correctly? Yeah, so that's an example. Malfeasance is 180. Shout out to the Malfeasance. Lightweight, folded into adaptive. This is probably one Mm. of the bigger ones. Moved all lightweight hand cannons, that's 150 rate of fire, into the 140 rate of fire family. This also means the intrinsic properties of lightweights, faster movement, faster handling. That is now gone. 150s are 140s and act like 140s to every aspect that they can. This includes Mm. Luna's Howl. Not forgotten. And then they say one exotic hand cannon will retain the 150 uh, rate of fire. It's Sunshot. I had a couple of the nice teases, but it's Sunshot. So at this time, they said the lightweight 150 rate of fire hand cannons represent the majority of hand cannon usage in the Crucible. Most of you guys probably know why. They're the best bang for buck. Yeah, time to go. While we experiment with many different while we experimented with many different ways to even out lightweights and adaptives, lightweight hand cannons consistently retained a faster time to kill. As such, we optimize opted to equalize the rate of fire. We selected 140 rate of fire as it fair as it is fairly balanced in the Crucible sandbox. It gives other weapon types more time to breathe between shots avoids an overabundance of hand cannons with faster TTK than other weapons, and it pairs nicely with the upcoming changes to 600 uh, auto rifles. We'll get to that a bit later. That's everything happening to hand cannons. We got more range. 150s are now 140s. 180s get more ammo. Range is kind of all over. The- what do you guys think? This is whoever wants to dive in. Go for it. Yeah, I better go because I got a lot. Go for it, Scream. I've been, I'm going to go first a couple times. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll just sort of, I guess I kind of said my piece a little bit already but just to Mm kind of uh continue on that same theme um risk versus reward is what pvp in destiny needs to be it's what it was in d1 it's what made in my opinion crucible awesome in d1 i loved the crucible in d1 Mm -hmm. it's what's made it kind of boring in d2 Mm -hmm. is that there's just no reason to use some of these weapons like why isn't why wasn't a 110 like a 110 right in the right hands should be unbeatable it should just be it should be not easy to use right. but 
the person who can use it, it should have the fastest time to kill. It should be like if you hit a body shot with a sniper and you switch over to a hand cannon, it's boom, boom, two shots, done. That's mm -hmm. it. At a long range. They should definitely, in my opinion, they should have the longest range of any weapon. Just, I mean, I, I, it's just, that's what it should be. If it's the hardest hitting weapon, then it's right. got to have the longest range. Um, we'll we'll so, get to a counterpoint to that later. Continue. <laughs> but don't get, um, get spicy in a minute. I, I do. I do think they've done themselves good service in sort of lumping some of these things together. Uh, I think that Sun Sunshot will be because that's the only one that's staying one fifty. Mm -hmm. They said mm -hmm. that will be sort of a secret meta. Oh yeah! Uh, <laughs> Shout out to Sunshot. I, you know, I don't know what um, I don't think that will be the one that necessarily is best paired with like something like a sniper rifle. I think the the 120s now will be like you're going to see a lot of 120 hand cannons and a lot of sniper rifles. Uh, I think that's just going to be the new meta. And, I mean, it's sort of the new old meta, because if you go back to like, mm -hmm. I don't know, year one, D1, that was really right. what everybody I mean, the, the top tier players, that's what mm -hmm. they use. Let, um, let me back you up a second. Um, what okay. I have to ask you this question: What about one fifties? You know, one forties kind of rolling in, and one fifties rolling in together. That specific. I want your feedback. Where are you at? Because you play crucible a lot. Like where where yeah. you're at with one everything being a one forty. I think there might be a. Um, I think one forties are going to be the roll weapons, meaning you got to find the right you got to find the right stats for them. They're not going to be. They're not going to be like out of the box good all the time i think there's going to be a certain level of like 120s if you can like any 120 uh will be fairly good um better with obviously the right perks on it to add to aim assist and things like that but in general i don't think 140s are really going to be the ones to okay. use um actually 150 or 140s might be like the pve hand cannon okay um, okay i think that uh, i think that the uh one the 120s are going to be the top tier and i think that the 180s will sort of be that like the weapon the people who don't use hand cannons but need to complete a bounty for hand cannons <laughs> that's what they use shout out to those i, I, know, I know about that yeah. i know about that shout out to those dudes <laughs> So, and then, yeah, and then I think the one, the I think, well, I mean, the fact that the sunshot is the only one. Keep, keep talking. Oh, oh no, I hate he 180s. He was like all, all excited. Should just be referred to as the hand cannons that you grinded forever to get and nobody uses anymore. <laughs> nobody will yep. use anymore. Some people uh, like them. I am awful with them. I can't use them. <laughs> I always, I always loved them. Like I, the Lunas Hal, the Not Forgotten. They had, the, a, good uh, run. they had a good run. One eighty had a little good run for a minute. It was, it was hot. Was, for it, a was the Lunas Hal a one fifty? They are now. No, I guess Hall they were one eighties. They are they now. They yeah. were one eighties. Okay, yeah, now I they're one fifties. But um, yeah, I always, I, I mean, I did, I did sort of like them. Uh, I liked the idea of them. I yeah. wish that they had kind of, um, you know, I always thought hand cannons were sort of that weapon that, like, the way you fire it. Is as much a part of it being effective as rega regardless of of the rounds per minute. And okay. I always thought like the 180s were were really good, but you didn't feel like you were shooting a hand cannon. You just kind of felt like you were shooting like 
sort of like a pulse rifle almost to a certain extent with that kind of ain't you always be adsing yeah um you know they you'd hit fire if they got close but if you wanted to get any range you were more often adsing and mm. like i always was kind of a fan of that sort of like snapshot sort of shooting in d1 where you would use it was sort of a trick on like the heavy hand cannons where you would like aim down sight mm-hmm. but then as soon as you pulled the trigger you'd let off and you would get that like added bit of auto auto aim from like mm-hmm. the hip fire and and the ads and i and like that's i don't know that's like you need that kind of stuff because that's mm-hmm. skill gap right there like the ability to use a weapon in that's you know not blatantly right in front of you and to kind of get around certain angles of it to make it more effective that is where skill gap is really that's where you find it in fpss and I don't feel like that was ever really a thing in D2. Like I didn't, I, you know, I never really understood what the, where the skill gap laid as far as the meta so much as just whether or not you were, you know, you, you had the, the best weapon at that time or, you know, you were just a real sweaty on the mouse and keyboard and you could slide and like hip fire shot like with, with, without, you know, any thought behind it. So, you know, that's kind of, I, I don't know if I answered your question with that, but I do think that like <laughs> pretty, yeah, I'm sure you covered it somewhere in there. You got it. You got I, it. I think yeah, 140s might be the the PVE hand cannon. Okay, if there is one. Teddy Ted, can you repeat the question? <laughs> well, one just it's like I mean the 180s, the 140s, the 120s is what we have. What do you think about where everything looks like it's going to settle for Beyond Light in the world of hand cannons? Do you like it? Hate it? Cool with it? Want to see how it falls? So. I pretty much for most of Destiny's life have not used hand cannons. Oh, wow. Um, like, I'll use, like, kind of what Scream said, like, I'll use them if the situation calls for that, if that is bounty the optimal required. thing. Yeah, or bounty, whatever, right? <laughs> um, but, like, or triumph. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but, like, I don't, I've never had this, like, fascination with them. Um, Unlike Bungie? I understand, yeah, I understand why people like them. I think what's really interesting, uh, about anytime they adjust hand cannons or talk about hand cannons is that initially in their like very early stages of destiny one you can actually see this in one of the vidocs i think it was the first one mm-hmm. hand cannons were a special weapon yes uh and so every every time they do stuff like this i i kind of think about that and like this this long train of decisions that have or these design choices that have come because they chose not to make it a special weapon mm-hmm. um now you know let's move forward to d2 and like catch up a little bit so D2, kind of what Scream was saying, they sort of eliminated the skill gap, and they slowly introduce it back into the game every now and again, and then people get all in a tizzy about it, because they're like, ah, oh, I can't, you know, this guy on the mouse and keyboard doing whatever, right? <laughs> and like, and then they dial everything back again, mm-hmm. and I feel like this is definitely the their answer to, let's dial it back a little bit, and let's, um, let's kind of condense everything, because essentially now there's, what, th- uh three you know four four archetypes of hand cannons right not counting 120 180 and there's three without sunshine. and 150 still exists technically three normal yeah yeah so they're definitely you know they're condensing it down it's probably you know easier easier balancing now i think what i don't like on paper reading this is that let's go this essentially just neuters hand cannons again mostly Mm. for the most part um people are obviously still going to use them People right. are still, you know, like Scream was saying, they're gonna, there's gonna be a new, mm-hmm. it could be the 120, it could be the 140, whatever, yeah. right? What have yeah. you. Um, it, it, it just, to me, this just seems like 
there's there's too much data that's like overwhelming of hand cannon usage and they're like we gotta we gotta tone this down like this is a very we gotta adjust this and now to their credit they said they experimented a lot with different solutions and this was right. the one that made the most sense to them right um so i don't know we'll see i i'm i'm mostly indifferent about this specific section okay. yeah the, the, the rest of it I got a lot to say, but this section so this, 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 this is what it's for me. This, hey, hey, yeah. let, 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 let me jump in. So, um, no, so go, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry, because I'm very passionate about this one. Um, you know, look, hand cannons is definitely a thing for me. You know what I'm saying? I've always, that's kind of the first weapon I gravitated towards last where It was probably one of the worst exotics I gravitated towards. Um, this, I'm, I'm, I'm torn. I understand the logic behind the decisions. I still need to see it play out. The thing that was surprising, all right, first of all, overall, there were too many archetypes. That, let's just get that out. So the RPMs, were, it, was, it was way too varied. I agree with the consolidation. I'm with Scream, one, the, well, now 120s, which were formerly 110s, needed love. The, like, I'm with Scream with your whole conceptual vision. It's a skill weapon. If it hits that hard... You know, you should be rewarded, right? And I never felt 110s got the deserve. Like, I had a God roll Duke, MK, whatever. And mm -hmm. I felt that should have been something. You shout out to the Duke. You yeah. already know. Rapid hit, kill club, whatever you had yeah. with your Duke. Like, you're going to get outshot, out <laughs> though. Like, well, 140, right. 150 still is the same. Right. You know, head at time, same time to kill. So you're like, why are you there? Right. Fun exactly. fact so about it's like, the Duke. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a Destiny 1 cut gun. It's in the first really? fight arc. Oh wow! Yeah. I never it's also that. the huh. only gun in Destiny Two that has the same like perk tree as a Destiny One gun. Well, yes, yeah, yes. it is unique. Yep, it is yeah. that way. Yeah, man. So, so, dude, like, I always felt like, yeah, they, the rate of fire, I might get outshot, but if I pace my shots with how accurate, like, I feel I should win the gunfight if you know I use skill. So, I'm I'm cool. I'm excited for one twenties. I am excited. I, I like that part. The 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 questionable part where everyone's going crazy on Twitter, and, and I get it. Is the 150 as of right now in the sandbox? 150 is the hand cannon. If you're not using 150, you ain't doing hand cannon right. <laughs> so to lump, I thought it was going to go the opposite. I thought 140s were going to go into 150, but then they said no. 150 in, I mean, what the opposite? So now we have to see the new meta because prior 600 RPMs is out here. We're going to get to autos, right? The thing that may save this meta before I overreact is, quote me if I'm wrong, Teddy, didn't a couple of twabs ago, like hand cannon range, almost the stat didn't matter anymore. Like whatever you visually saw, like they like reined it back in E, right? Where the, the <laughs> like it, it really didn't even matter if you had like the super high range yep. hand cannon because it was like neutered and the most you would get is a certain set figure. Oh, yeah. There's a so cool guy the, video. I'm sure about that too. Shout out to Cool Guy. We've had a ball before. So the vibe I got now is hand cannons are going to get their range back. They may not have the efficiency of the 150, but we, we got to see it. And, and, and with, with um, Scream's point, it's going to come down to the perk combinations. I want to see how that rolls, you know what I'm saying, as far as efficiency. But um, yeah, and then the, the only last point I'll say is that I don't know where 180s is going to be with that. <laughs> I, I don't know what I, I, I'm with bounty you. weapons. I'm, yeah, good. Yeah, you just, just, you know, just bounty weapons. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't <laughs> the know bounty where 180. Fit. I could see again. We don't have. I don't have it in front of me. We don't have the metal. We're just guessing based on all the data they're giving. Or they're actually giving us. But um, the way it sits for me, like 120 should be okay. 
one um 40s we got to see but 180s i don't know but yeah i'm gonna give it to you man like i it, it, it was an interesting choice it was very very interesting this one with uh with hand cannon uh i was like i will say hand cannons i have mixed uses as i said i am trash with 180s some people enjoy them like some people enjoy their malfeasance some people have enjoyed what was the seven serif weapon some people are like hey this one actually didn't I pick a 180 up and I'm like, what am I doing with it? Doesn't even feel right. Like Bungie does have a very specific thing about feels of weapons and certain people are like, Hey, this weapon feels good to me. Those feel like a dumpster fire in my hands. And I cannot (laughs) explain why they feel awful to me. And, and trust me, there's people better. That's totally fine. But one forties, one fifties have been decent, but I'm with you also as well. The Duke was always in a weird spot because if they made that a two shot, it would have to almost be like a 90. To yeah. not be overpowered for time Power. to kill, because if it was like a point six time to kill with two headshots, oh, forget it. Forget then it. you're like, okay, uh, mm-hmm. that's a problem. So then it's like, so they made it a one twenty. So now the basically what they're saying is, you the one twenties and one forties are probably going to have the same time to kill if you're standing right next to each other. The one twenties, you're going to have to play farther at range. Right. That's basically what they're kind of making this to because mm-hmm. they didn't change time to kill damage numbers. None of that. It's all about mm-hmm. the range stat and how those two play. Yeah. And then unfortunately, as you said, like the one eighties now they have more in the magazine. So yeah, I can pull the trigger faster, mm-hmm. but the skill on either of those two other ones, mm-hmm. even a, like a one twenty, is still, pr- I can't, I'm with you. It's like, I honestly, as you say that, I don't know where one eighties go, yeah, especially in a crucible setting in a PVE setting. Maybe mm. something where it's like you've got more bullets in the magazine, hand cannon right. still hits kind of right. hard enough to where you can like single shot thralls or something and you're going around mowing down enemies. Mm-hmm. Maybe it has a PVE place. Yeah. And that might be uh, why the magazine piece is in there. But overall, yeah, like yeah. In, that that could be my only guess. I'm with honestly. You did. That could but be in my Crucible, guess if you pick up a 180, you may as well tie your hands behind your back together <laughs> because it doesn't feel like there's a lot of benefit there because mm-hmm. the range seems to match the 140s and you're not going to kill him any quicker, I don't think. So yeah. in my mind, yeah, I was like 180s might be a PVE thing. Like if, you know, maybe it's efficient and you have like maybe, I don't know what 37% of the magazine is, but if say you have yeah. 18 bullets in a hand cannon, you're able to yeah. one tap like red bars once you're high enough or something like that mm-hmm. for single enemies, that might yeah. be efficient depending on you. what I you're think, facing there. They, they may be alluding to that. Again, because again, magazine scaling up thirty seven percent in PvP doesn't you know doesn't really do anything. So unless they introduce obviously sunsetting, we're going to introduce a whole new line of one eighties, right? And maybe they introduce hopefully introduce some exciting new perk combinations that make it a good PVE. I know, I know. I'm asking. I know. I'm like a new perk know, combinations. I'm I like, know, man, you have higher expectations than I, I do. I know, <laughs> I know. I'm shooting for the stars again. I know. But- Reload perk and kill damage perk. Oh, yeah, I know. Real, reload and damage, period. <laughs> yeah, hey, Outlaw got buffed recently. We'll get into that. Yep. <laughs> you never know. I, I can shoot for the stars sometimes, man. I mean, but I'm with you. It, it, it's just a curious why the magazine up. Like, you know what I'm saying? So to me, that alludes to you're doing something with that archetype, and I'm just going to try to be hopeful in a PvP no. setting. No. I mean, overall, hand cannons, it feels like we'll have to see. Um, they were a little bit of a mess and they had to find some, they, they did say they tried the testing. They gave it an effort, but one forties and one you're sitting right next to each other anyway. So yeah, mm-hmm. at some point, one of them had to go one way. Yeah. If the, if everybody, if everybody's heads are exploding in solar fire and crucible, we all know sunshot won the meta. Right. 
outside oh, of that, get, get we'll ready see for the emblem. Be... Get ready for the you survived this sunshot, man. Yeah. <laughs> get ready for the emblem, y'all. It's, it's not going to be probably that bad, but there might be a lot of heads blown off with hand Skulls cannons. Skulls melting. Yeah. Now, if I have ever read a piece of a twab that is designed for Crucible more than this, I don't know. Yeah. Sniper rifles. We want sniper rifles to feel powerful without being too easy to use, so they dominate. I'm like, when I read that sentence before I got to any other line, I was like, huh, I wonder what they're going to do. Yeah. Adjust how aim assist is affected by sniper <laughs> rifle zoom level. Low zoom scopes have a less aim assist. Higher zoom scopes have more aim assist. Scopes with around 50 zoom are unchanged. It's basically all they're doing to sniper rifles. Now, some of you guys may have been newer to the game. Sniper rifles got a buff. Then they chopped the legs off of that buff. And we're at a point where sniper rifles not are not an amazing place in PvE. And the only thing they are changing is the aim assist that is related to the scope zoom. <laughs> Period. If you're picking you up what I'm putting down. You don't sound thrilled, E. You don't sound thrilled. I'm going to take this one. because <laughs> Oh, my word. <laughs> so, sniper rifles got a 20% buff. Oh, they were actually in the meta. The big giant issue. This is always like, what is, what's the problem or what's the source of the problem? What's the source of the problem? You make encounters that are far away. You can't get close to things, so you force us into using sniper rifles. We're going to make them powerful. Everybody uses sniper rifles. Let's knock those down. Okay, now we have to go <laughs> use something else, but the encounters are still the same. That's the, like, that's the overall arcing issue. They even, like, at one point when they took the reflection damage out of Sleeper, we're like, are we going to get a weird, crazy encounter? No, it's a boss floating in the sky. Of course <laughs> you're going to snipe that thing. Of like, course. Or a boss that runs away and you have to sit there and shoot it and do damage and chase it down a hallway, but it's faster than you are. Like, they are designed for long-range damage, and yet they don't want us to use sniper rifles. So sniper rifles are no stronger, and this is all... Now, somebody like Mercules, Fallout, Cool Guy, Kami, the whole... Uh, what is their podcast? Oh... You know what I'm talking about? I'm yeah, yeah. To, uh, firing the, range. Firing range. Yeah, like the firing yeah, range guys. They will like go full ham on what this means for like every sniper. Like, is beloved good? Is this one suck? Like, what does it mean right. for everything? That's them. But for me, I read this and I'm like, all right. Yeah. What about you yeah, guys? Because that's, that's, that's you, where brother. I'm at. Even Teddy, where, where y'all at, man? Snipers. Let's uh, let's take a trip down memory lane for a second. <laughs> so we go. So if we go back to Season of Opulence. Yes. What was the PvE meta? It was mm. Mountaintop, Recluse, Anarchy. Mm. That's what you put on. And that was pretty busted. That was Recluse mm. at its peak, Mountaintop at its peak, oh, Anarchy factual. hasn't been changed. Um, then, for Shadowkeep, they were like, we're going to buff snipers. Izanagi's skyrocketed Woo! up to usage. Man, uh, I missed that Anar one. That Anarchy kind Anarchy kind of fell out of, out of, out of the meta. Mm. And Lo and behold, they gave us a boss encounter in the raid where you have to stand very far away from the boss <laughs> and shoot it with a sniper. It's almost like they planned this buff, right? <laughs> and then six months later, they literally control Z'd the buff and just un undid the whole thing. And they were like, we're just putting it back to the thing. But then what came out of this was mm -hmm. the changes they did to Crucible in Shadowkeep to snipers, which I'm reading this and... Mm -hmm. Aim assist is definitely part of the issue. Yeah. Zooms, once again, like mm -hmm. when they announced this like a month and a half ago, mm -hmm. is not the problem, Bungie. Mm -hmm. Your maps are too small for yeah. me to justify Factual. a large zoom. Factual. Your problem is flinch. If I shoot someone Preach. with a high caliber pulse Let's rifle, four, four round bursts, and I hit mm. all four shots, mm. and then 
this has been proven like a thousand videos. They're aiming at my body and then my shot auto lines them up to my head. That should not happen. Ding, the ding, amount ding. of times that that happens is so frustrating. So me reading this going, half of this is scope changes, right? And the other half mm. is the aim assist in tandem with the scopes. That's not the problem. Like that isn't the issue. People, people play snipers because it, there, there's a low risk, high reward. I can stand mm-hmm. far away, snipe a lane or whatever. And granted, there's a few exceptions to this rule where like mm-hmm. people do the crazy stuff with the warlock and get off the map. And I think that's yeah. that's fine because you you've already outskilled me. You were going to beat right. me regardless <laughs> of whether you you did that or not. Right. So this is this is probably the one that bothers me the most on this list uh, mm-hmm. because this is the thing that frustrates me the most in PvP besides uh, cheaters. But I can't mm-hmm. control that, right? So. Mm-hmm. Um, so just for the record, you would have also you're cool with this, but you would have also wanted flinch adjustment and uh, damage increase in PvE. No, no damage. I think damage is fine okay. on pretty much every sniper. It's literally just a flinch. I think flinch is the problem. Uh, specifically, the issue of like if I shot them first yes. and they were either aiming like a little bit off of me or at my body, and then they just immediately poke me in the head. I think that's. That this needs to go like mm-hmm. that, that that doesn't fit with their their less skill gap uh, yeah. philosophy that they have with a lot of these changes or, or in general a lot of the changes they make mm-hmm. it's it's almost like a you basically you lost the engagement but we're gonna give you a freebie we're gonna free thank yeah. you like that's, essen- that's essentially what it is uh, that. and yeah I mean that's that's what I gotta say about it like yeah the, no I'm with you bro I'm just tired of snipers. <laughs> that goes like that ties so much into like you had the boss encounter this thing you have to shoot far away and it's the same thing you said with the crucible maps like this we're on six v sixes and we haven't had a map size that's been worthwhile of a long range sniper in d2 period we started with fours mm-hmm. some of those maps are still around and there might be like one or two lanes maybe like i can think of convergence i think is the one with the three hallways like the, yeah. the one from d2 d1 mm-hmm. like that's one i can picture that has long hallways but yeah, it's like, okay, high zoom scope have a small increase. Where? And we'll get to another archetype that still pisses me off, and that's two down, but we'll get there too. It's just like, they make all these maps for, and now you're giving hand cannons longer range. So then if you are trying to snipe, you're going to let this guy from halfway across the map still poke me with a hand cannon when I'm sorry, and this is where screaming we, we may differ. I don't care how much of a revolver this 120 is. <laughs> you're still not probably going to be that accurate from that far away. You should not be able to even remotely be able to like graze me with a bullet if I'm down mm. a sniper scope. C- can I ask? Can I can I push back? <laughs> what what if a hand getting... cannon can do? Well, well, I understand your point on on hand cannon distance and 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 affecting that, but. Like I, I'm with Teddy here that if I'm shooting a sniper aiming down sights in the face, I should move you off your square. I totally agree. I'm zoo- not anti-flinch. Yeah. I'm totally oh, okay. No, I, no. I, I don't know. I, I thought you was okay. I thought no, you was no. pro. Pro. Okay. So, no, no. If I have a yeah, my, my fault, go my figure. I can't tell you how many times I'm like, bam, oh. and I'm like, how do I hit you with four shots and you're still on me? You should be like, oh, okay, 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 okay. You should be looking over at the next wall or something like. There, there's this little-known game called Halo. Yeah, I know. That, that Bungie made. Scream yep. knows about that. And yeah. uh, when you get shot while you're scoped in with a sniper, you know what happens? You get de-scoped. Yo, and, uh, isn't that revolutionary? And then, and then, then the onus is on you as a player to aim that tiny reticle on mm-hmm. their head and hit them while you're de-scoped and while you're being flinched too. If you don't count Halo yes. One and Two, I think Halo One and Two didn't have flinch uh, on those on that gun specifically, but. 
Mm-hmm. Um, why hasn't that ever been a thing that they've tried? <laughs> yeah. Because then, then putting on a sniper actually becomes like a choice. It, yeah, it's like a not, skill it's weapon. Like, it, it, yeah, it's not, it's not a default. It's, it's like, oh, I have but, to think about this more than just aim, a, oh, get shot, aim assist. Yeah. It's a play style where you're like, I'm going to play farther back. I'm going to have a different play style. That's like my special weapon. That's mm-hmm. how I'm going to play that part of like my game. Not mm-hmm. slide sniping around. Cor- I'm like, I don't even under, like, now there are people who are skilled and they understand the yeah. mechanics of the way the game was programmed. I get it. Mm-hmm. Drag scoping is a thing in my head that is just broken. And that's just me. That's one of those things. Like there are moments I get a shot and I'm like, that should not have happened. I'm with you. And that's one of those things. There are people who like, literally I watch like countless highlight reels where they're they're like, here's the guy they're aiming at a pillar. They Mm -hmm. drag it across and they know (laughs) when to pull the trigger. And I'm like, that's a skill that somebody's like, and that's a thing. And that's a skill. But for me, and I'm I'm 37 years old, so maybe I'm just too old to get it. But like that's a point to where like if like a that should be a skill like you've got it you see them come out you move it you click it not like hey here they're running let me drag it across their head and like <laughs> catch it you know like that wide scope net just just grabbing up the aim assist and just boom pinching your head off <laughs> you muted sir you muted sir you got you, you, oh, it. <laughs> yeah, I got so go. I got so excited. Got I touched yeah, the button. Yeah, but yeah, it was like that's one of those things where like the entire firing range podcast would be like. Well, that's just a get good moment. And that's mm-hmm. that's the way the game is made. I mean, potentially that's you decide to play that way or you don't. But mm-hmm. like the whole flinch thing is like if you do put multiple shots into people, I can't. I agree. Like if I either move it to where it's not even close, like I'm way over here. Or as you said, maybe you hit your entire clip or right. a couple shots with a scout or, you know, a certain number of shots like you take them out of that. That would be yeah. I just I would love to see what that would do. Like you see somebody and I've got and that's where like scout rifles might actually have a function at that point. But mm-hmm. um, that would be interesting to see just some yeah. ways for flinch to actually be a real thing. Dream, how are we feeling? Snipers. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I actually have a question to add to everybody. Um, yes. In, at the onset of beginning of D2, um, how did everybody feel about snipers then? Because they've changed quite a bit since then. There was a lot of, everybody had problems with them. Obviously, they were a heavy, so oh, that was yeah, a problem Jesus, unto I itself. About that, yeah. But like, there was an issue with long. the flinch. The Remember, they actually, they actually had to like go in and reprogram something with the flinch because it was yep. causing unnecessary. Ki- now, is that the kind of flinch that you think would, I don't think that was the best uh, solution mm-hmm. to a problem, but mm-hmm. um, versus now, do you think that was a sort of a better meta as far as how they function? Say we had that level of flinch, but they were, um, you know, obviously they're not heavies anymore. Would that, yeah. do you think that would be sort of a good balance? Or do you think- if I could honestly say, I remember what that felt like, I could give an honest answer. It's been it too long. So long. I was like, <laughs> Eddie, do you but I was like, I was like, for them yeah. being heavies, it's like, I don't even remember. Because they were like, was, they didn't matter then. 
It was a little too much from what I remember. Uh, I'd have to like watch some footage, but I, mm. I do remember like you'd you'd get discoped or not discoped. Um, the flinch was really bad. Like you, mm. like someone would shoot you super far away because scout rifles might have. Oh yeah, um, scout rifles were king. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and you you get like one. You know, I remember on Midtown, like one you'd be spawning in at A, and one some person would shoot you with like one bullet, and you're. It would, you're all over the place. So I think I think that was a little too much. Mm-hmm. But the sweet spot's somewhere in the. It's somewhere there. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever they did the flinch adjustment, which I think was Shadow Keep, um, I think that's that. That's when it like turned too much. Because uh, you remember when when Forsaken came around and they gave us the special weapon slot and snipers moved to the special weapon. They were not the predominant used uh, special. Uh, that that didn't happen until later. Um. So yeah. I'm, yeah, it's good. It's good. You just want to um, get thoughts real quick. So, so yeah. In. So, to kind of um, comment on what you guys said, I absolutely agree with Teddy that um, as someone who played a ton of Halo, and you needed to be good with a sniper if you wanted to be competitive, and I played competitive Halo. Uh, the way that that sniper worked, not in uh, w- well, I think they changed it a little bit in D Def- and Halo Five. I can't really remember. I didn't play it that much. It was sort of the same though. Yeah. Um, but that is, in my opinion, the best way to do a sniper in a game. Like you, okay. you can scope, and if you get shot, you're out of scope. You don't really get a kick so much as you're mm-hmm. just not scoped in anymore. Because again, I look at it in terms of what builds skill gap. So if you're able in Halo, uh, mm-hmm. a, something that a lot of people would do, something that I would do all the time, is you would aim down sight, and mm-hmm. you would you would just try to you you know you try to get a sense of where people were going to be. So you needed to know the lanes. You needed to know the spawns. That was part of Mm -hmm. it. But then you would sometimes just try to get close. And if you were, if you were trying to really flex on somebody, you'd wait for them to shoot you. And then you'd shoot right as they did. And you get the no scope headshot from like Mm. a, from a scope and you get that auto aim from the, yeah, exactly. That was the best, wasn't it? Oh, I love that. When the announcer would say it's snapshot. Like you you get that feeling. It was so good. Fire. Um, um, and, uh, and you had to be able to no scope with the sniper in, uh, in Halo. Now, of course it doesn't work that way in D1 in destiny because, um, you don't have a reticle when you're not scoping, right. uh, you're not ADSing. Um, that's also kind of, I mean, the reason that the slide sniper is like slide snapshot sniping is like so popular is because there is that little bit of flinch. And if you mm-hmm. slide and you're low and somebody shoots you, the kick is going to go right up to the head. Mm-hmm. So that's what they do. That little bit of kick goes right to the head. The auto aim picks it up and that's it. And you don't get and because you don't get knocked out, it's like it, it, it becomes actually really easy at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just have to kind of get the rhythm. Right. And it's like, it, it, like it's funny enough. And like in D1, uh, you know, occasionally my I would put out like a, a little bit of a montage. I was not. No, you, that, you get I, I didn't. Types. I didn't really promote them too much, but occasionally I put out a montage, and I would get uh-huh. comments all the time of like, "Why are you why whying so damn much?" <laughs> and because I would just be constantly swapping out, you know, like I, yep. I wouldn't ever ads. I would just constantly be swapping my sniper back mm-hmm. and forth, just why 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 keeping mm-hmm. my sniper going because mm-hmm. in. Halo, that was something you always wanted to kind of keep doing. Get it right. Right, yeah. And it would kind of bring you back up to a level point. Yeah, exactly. Why, why? And and you'd want to always be able to have just that one button away. Right. To hit the body shot and then swap over to a DMR or 
You have one? <laughs> I wow. have one. Let me see how much dust is on there. Put it I also on have this one. This one's actually a nice one, 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 too. Put it over what I want. You own one? Let me see that. I have an Xbox sitting upstairs. It's just my oh, media let me, unit, let me dude. See, let me see. Let me see. <laughs> like you leaning into the camera can actually see Bring more. Camera, I love that. Yeah, hold on. Bring it close. I got to see. I'm sorry. We got sidetracked. Continue. No, I, no. I broke Nina there for a second. <laughs> oh, I was shocked. I was like, that exists in your house? Continue. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so like I would get comments of like, why, you know, you don't need to do that, man. Like, why are you doing that? And I'd be like, well, I'm checking my radar or I'm trying to keep my reticle level. You know, I'm trying to keep that sort of there, mm-hmm. there wasn't a reticle when you were hip firing, but right. like sort of you could keep that sort of theoretical mm-hmm. reticle right in the center of the screen mm-hmm. so that if you needed to just if you came around a corner and there was somebody standing right there, you could kind of just swing on them and hopefully get a body shot and then maybe a beat down with a sniper rifle. Yeah. Uh, which was actually a little too easy to do in D1, right. um, if you ask me. But as far as what they've changed with the scopes, yes, uh, I think the biggest problem. I don't actually see a problem with it. I think okay. that I think it actually makes sense that longer range uh, scopes have more uh, auto aim. The mm-hmm. problem I see with it is, I, I think Teddy said is the or E said is the maps. There's mm-hmm. not really anything that has great sniper lanes. I mean, there's a mm-hmm. few, but the maps just aren't laid out like that. And right. I, I don't know if it was they just had it in mind in, in D1. The whole perspective of D2 is so much different than D1. Uh, right. I mean, even even the same maps that they've brought back, there's just a different uh, scope to it. I don't know mm-hmm. exactly what it is. Maybe it's just the difference between console and I've been playing on PC for so long. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I don't know if it's gonna. I don't know if it's gonna solve the. I, I think it's gonna maybe cause more problems uh, than they think it's solving. Uh, and I don't know what it does to sniper rifles overall in in PVE in in PV or excuse me in PVP in PVE. Uh, I mean, I can't really even think of too many right. scenarios other than like scores of the past. Or uh, Garden of Salvation, where you use a sniper for anything, right? So, yeah. no, which you know, I, I mean, think look, that I'm, I'm sorry. Although I thought those were good. Oh, sorry, I thought those were good because you did it. You know, the way you use yeah. them in those particular, you know, situations, but not enough of it. Yeah, I mean, I make it quick because we got a lot of all those subcategories. You know, I'm with E. I'm, I'm a little disappointed that we didn't get any PVE adjustment. That was my main takeaway from this because. You know, snipers are not in a good place, in my opinion, in PvE, especially legendaries. You know what I'm saying? So that disappointed me. I understand this PvP change. Um, let's be real. You know, if you want to use, you know, snipers in PvP, you want that that low, you know, that low scope. You know, you want to be able to see everything. And it, it, it I understand that trade-off when making the aim assist, you know what I'm saying, affected there. Um, you know, it, it's, I, I, granted, I agree with Teddy, like, Flinch was not discussed at all, so I'm like, okay, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, like this, this was really light. I was a little disappointed. I thought we would get more with snipers. So, I, I guess to it. clarify, the yeah. Amos' reduction on low zoom scopes is technically a implicit nerf because yeah. most people use the low zone, zoom, obviously. Yeah. Yes. So that that could solve the problem mm-hmm. of the aiming at the body, getting flinched, hitting the headshot. Right. Um, I don't right. think it will, but. I, I, you know, just yeah, to cover all the bases. Benef- I agree. Yeah, I, 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 I guess the benefit okay. of the there. Um, 
And could I add one more thing? Sure, sure. Just an interesting observation that I made, mm-hmm. and nobody does this, uh, mm-hmm. but I did it mm-hmm. <laughs> one day. Talk, was, talk. Have, has anybody actually ever used the Whisper of the Worm in PvP? I used to, way back. I've probably tried it when once it was, or twice when just for entertainment value. Mm-hmm. It well, was actually pretty uh, good back then, back, way back. It was. It still mm-hmm. is. And it, mm-hmm. actually, it's like my go-to when I'm playing Gambit. Because mm. when you go, when you invade, if you have heavy with whisper, it's it's sort of a double because it does do fairly good damage to bosses. Right. Um, not the best, but it's right. okay, especially if you're like you know, using a well or you have a bubble yeah. or something, you get some sort of damage buff. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you invade, that thing is like you just get near them and they are gone. It oh, hits yeah. so hard too yeah. that like That's you can finish them off pretty quick, and they're mm-hmm. already taking a little bit of damage. And at that, and it in those maps. I actually think Gambit is actually more tailored to sniping when you're mm-hmm. invading than the actual like crucible maps in some ways, right. because there's just such a bigger scale to them and you can mm-hmm. sort of hide off in a corner. And when you come in, nobody knows exactly where you are. Mm-hmm. So I occasionally would take it into uh, just regular crucible and you mm-hmm. don't get that much opportunity to use it because you have to pick up the heavy ammo. But when you do, I would always get three kills with it very right. easily. And that has a very deep scope on it. Yes, very much so. Like that has very a very long so. range scope. And I actually oh, yeah. found it fairly easy to use. Yes. So I don't know. No, I agree. Like I said, time's going to tell, you know, based on when we get in the sandbox and play with it. But, yeah. you know, we'll see. What else we got? Uh, Cognito is going to be just tickled on this one. Auto rifles, 600 RPMs. We gave them a buff. When Season of the Worthy, we're pulling that back a little bit. Damage per bullet is reduced from... Currently 15.75, down to 14.25. Before the buff, it was 13.75. The other auto rifles are going to be about the same. So this, it was buffed by two bullet, two damage per bullet, and now it's brought down by one and a half. That's you, man. This is yeah. you. You hate yeah. autos. Just throw those things in the dirt, Listen, in the bushes. I don't hate autos. Oh, you but... think they should? No, go ahead. <laughs> I don't you hate them. You can't lie. Come on. You are not a fan. I don't hate them. I just feel they should have their place. I just feel with the In the closet gap. or the bushes? <laughs> <laughs> Remember, Deej is listening, so you know. <laughs> I know Deej. Shout out to Deej. Listen, man. You know, it, it, it's still gonna be good. It's still gonna be decent. But you know, look, it was a fun run, and I'm glad it's being peeled back. Like the, at the end of the day, I always feel I, my my only beef with autos is just as far as the skill, as far as using another weapon. I feel it's easy to just hold down on the button <laughs> and just point in the general direction and get your kills. And that, you know, bothered me slightly, yes, that it was ruling the meta. Now, in your defense, e, they haven't, autos haven't had time to shine for a while. So I let it go. My main issue was Five the damn- years. Yes. So I, I, I agree. I, I, for, your, for your auto lovers, this was your run. You had a good, you know, season and a half or whatever it's been to rock out. And you know, <laughs> No, no. And my issue is was hard light. Like I really didn't like when the hard light. I knew what was going to happen with that damn gun and the ricochet and the no drop off, <laughs> and that yeah. bothered me. So it was really my vitriol was really hard light. Six hundred, I don't mind. I got I got a good forward path. I got a good um knowing hunger roll. My summoner is beast. Like six hundred. If I go, I feel decent to use them now. You know, every once in a while. Now the thing is going to be. 
with this pullback, how does that now meet with hand cannons? I'm very curious now with the hierarchy, especially you know with with these um the damage per bullet. So we're gonna see the time to kill how much it adjusts. I guess but. the other pieces. There's a lot of auto rifle. These are the auto rifles that are used and they're bringing them down. But it's not right. like the others get a lot of use. Right. The, the slow, right. the aggressive right. auto rifles. Those don't That's, get a whole yeah. lot to make them. Right. any better than they already are, which they're not getting used. It's not like, hey, 600s are really good, but I can still like go toe-to-toe -to -toe with other auto rifles. Mm -hmm. The other ones right. aren't great. So right. just the fact that they brought this one down, but they untouched the others, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I guess we'll have to see. But I don't expect, is it, I know 450s, does it go down to even slower than 450s for autos? Like, there's a 320? Three, yeah, 320, 360, 360, 360 yeah. Like, What's the Cerberus? Those, is that a 320? Oh, that's, I damn looked at the video today, I can't even tell you. 450 maybe i think i think that's a 450 i think it's lower i think it's a 300 i can't remember exactly it's weird yeah but either way those slow auto rifles you, i feel like you're just like shooting through molasses mm -hmm. those do not don't feel great no. now again i don't know where they fall in the range category i haven't done that type of testing or anything but again that's one of those where yeah they're bringing this one down but there's a lot of other pieces that aren't used which ties very well in the next category scouts have a reasonable time to kill and can't be adjusted too much without making them dominate the battlefield. So we're making them a little easier to use. Increased how much each point of aim assist stat widens the aim assist cone. And at maximum, the aim assist cone is now 15% wider. I'd like to point out the part of the sentence that says, and I quote, can't be adjusted too much without making them dominate the battlefield. <laughs> Point of contention. <laughs> Woo! We gonna do it. We gonna talk about it. Scout rifles are my favorite archetype in PVE. I don't like them in PvP. But much like auto rifles in D1, they have basically been the brunt of every patch note reveal because it's like, oh, they're too good. We can't change them. Like just separate the two things. This is, it's such a big problem that they have. Um, mm -hmm. And on, on the one hand, I sort of understand the disdain or dislike of like someone standing at the back of the map and right. picking you off, and you, you, there's no counterplay to that if you're not, if you're not also using a scout rifle. Right. And, I, and I think that's kind of where their where mindset mm -hmm. is at when it comes to these guns. But again, PvE scout rifles suffer for this, mm -hmm. and I, yeah. I, just, I just want them to be good. Yeah, no, I agree with you, bro. I agree with you, I mean... That that line irritated me. <laughs> well, I mean, the fact that there's, like, I mean, you, but it's there's also like no PVE mention at all. Like, at all. I get like, I even heard Fallout. Like, I listen to a lot of people's different videos, and he was like, "Hey, if you know, Scout's got a buff of like twenty percent damage, everyone would sit back and do this back and forth and like back and forth if they were too strong." So mm -hmm. I get in Crucible. I was like, you know, I didn't think about it that way. I could see yeah. maybe, but some of its map design, some of its there's a lot of issues. But in PVE. Yeah, I don't know of a soul that uses those things in PVE and they need a buff in there like no other because yeah. like a pulse rifle always feels like it does more damage, feels better. Mm -hmm. The perks go scout rifle. I mean, you had something that like uh, what is the what was the pursuit pinnacle Randy's? Well, that was mm -hmm. one. That was a faster one. What was the, the explosive mm -hmm. one with a uh, dragonfly oh, um, or oxygen? Yeah, oxygen, oxygen SR3. Yeah. Like there have been never scout rifles. Never, ever, ever. And mm -hmm. like still, there's no buff in PvE. And like mm -hmm. maybe they don't want people sitting in the back of a map. And then I'm like, 
the, it's, I don't know, the no PvP buff to this at all, again, is why I said at the start, is this a Crucible or is this a, like, sandbox? This is... Crucible. 100% crucible because scout mm-hmm. rifles need love in PVP. Everybody's been saying it zero. Yeah. So, so I think a my... lot of this boils down to, and I think I've talked about this before publicly. If I haven't, though, I'm going to explain myself. Um, this, a lot of this boils down to like their control of the perception of destiny. So mm-hmm. what was the thing in destiny one that people constantly complained about? Oh, you sit in the back of the map in PVE and you scout rifle and icebreaker everything from mm-hmm. a distance. Nightfalls especially. Mm-hmm. But that's because the content was so I don't want to use the word unfair, but just kind of obnoxiously difficult that you were forced to just sit as far away as possible mm-hmm. and and kill things from distance. And for the most part, their PVE design has like done a pretty good job of like moving away from that perception. But I think they're so afraid of allowing sky rifles to be good for that reason, because, mm-hmm. you know, say they buff sky rifles in PVE for this for this upcoming raid. And this raid has two and let's say two encounters, hypothetically, uh, that you could sit really far away and just pick the boss off or pick the encounter off. That that looks boring on stream, yeah. and that perception is really bad. And so I right. think they definitely are fully aware of this mm-hmm. and how they approach this problem. It's the same thing in Crucible. Like, remember how much we complained in year one of Destiny 2 about, like, oh, I'm just getting picked off by Mida from a distance and there's no yeah. counterplay. Yep. And and they're so careful in controlling that that I, I feel like this archetype specifically, this gun, is... is it's that. It's that reflection yeah. of that philosophy. Yeah. yeah. I, I, the so. only point, um, before I give it to Scream, the only point I want to get is that um, I feel so bad for Scouts because, again, PVE especially, right? My thing is, if they're not going to, like, if they're going to, we're going to introduce a whole new line of Scouts, right? Because a lot of stuff is being sunset. The only thing is we know Nightwatch is coming forward for the most part. Like, can we, don't, that archetype better have the most damage increasing perks going. Like, you know what I'm saying? To counter that, you know what I'm saying? They got to do something because that that part, the part that frustrated me, I was playing PvP this week. And what was I? I forgot what I was using. I think I was using, oh, I'm using Cold Denial, right? Which is a great hard-hitting um, pulse. I got a God roll on it right now. It's beast. And I'm playing distance. How, in theory, in my mind, how I should be playing with a scout, right? That distance, whatever, whatever. and pulse, it, it's doing its thing. Cold Denial, I'm out-dueling people. It's, go, it's, it's beautiful. And then I was fighting a guy, I was playing Breakthrough, whatever the stupid thing they required me to play this week. And I was playing a guy, and what's the what's the new kinetic bowl? A slab, something slab? Hungering, is it? Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the yeah, big yeah. giant the, tablecloth. Like, bro, the big table, yeah. I was in a long-distance shootout with a guy who had this bow. And I was like, part of me was like, yo, that's impressive that bows can compete at that range, right? Those are and good, of, but they make scouts useless. And I'm like, this is effective, but scouts can't get no love. Like it, it just it it boggles me that hunger and slap whispering slap. Thank you, Sandy. Yeah. yeah, it's like, oh wow, I didn't even know that that they they had that kind of a play, like that that level of effect. And to me, that's a skill weapon. So it's like, man, scouts, man, like they really need something, man. It, I, I get it, uh, Teddy. You're making fantastic points as to why they won't do it, and I get it. But it, it you, you've killed an entire archetype, guys. Like, no one's using these. Who's using them? Even Randy's for a minute was hot, but it's like... That's yeah. momentum control bounty gun. That's what yeah, that facts. most is. Now, yeah, I, I guess in their defense, this TWAB, yes. typically when they do these preview TWABs, they don't mm-hmm. actually give us all the info, even within the things that they are revealing. Yeah. Uh, and the numbers that they're giving us for a lot of these guns are strictly PVP numbers. So mm. my guess is there are PVE changes. They just haven't talked about it yet. 
Yeah. Um, or they'll probably save it for the patch notes. Mm-hmm. But it is a little like, why don't you? You're already giving us the sandbox update. Just throw it all in there. Like yeah. the number's yeah. already set in stone. Like you've already mm-hmm. you've already gotten to that point. So this is another case of like they're withholding information. Presumably, yeah. I don't I don't know for sure. I'm assuming, but uh, mm-hmm. it's just it's annoying. It's my favorite gun. Just make them good for once. I, I was like, I mean, I I've used it. a bow in every dungeon for some mm-hmm. thing yeah. or another. And literally, if I can use a bow, theoretically, a scout should also be functional in that same place. Not mm-hmm. quite as giant of a magazine. Still hits pretty hard from range. Pretty accurate right. for the single shots that I need. But like, I feel like a scout rifle needs to three tap a red bar. And I'm like, why? <laughs> why? Like, what? In What? No. Yeah. Uh, uh. So like, that's, yeah, like. Hopefully there's more to these patch notes. I guess that's like maybe the silver lining we'll get. But mm-hmm. believe me, the next one's going to make it even better. But Scream, you got any thoughts about Scouts? Yeah, or we scouts. pretty much hammer that home. Um, My only thing that I would add is like, uh, I played a in the beginning of D2 when Mida was, Mida was the meta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Mida meta? <laughs> I actually, yep, Mida yeah, meta. the Mida meta. Um, the thing that I always found that was sort of unfair about it um, was that one, it was very hard to miss a headshot. Right. You know, like you, you could, it was, it was very easy to find the precision <laughs> point and just yes. pop, 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 pop. They were dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was so fast, you know, and it also had the intrinsic perk that would, uh, what, what would that do? It would sort of, it would stagger them. High calorons. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which, they, which they removed from yes, the gun in D1 and yes. they brought it back in D2. Yes. Good point. Got about that. So I always kind of thought that scouts, um, sort of like mm-hmm. hand cannons in a way, there needs to be more of a, div- and I think, you know, I don't know if this is a specific comment for scouts or just in general. I always mm-hmm. thought that pr- there needs to be a bigger divide between precision damage and non-precision damage. Mm, if I hit you in the like head. Halo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you mean the game that they exactly. made? Continue. Oh. <laughs> it, I always found that it was either like it was either too easy to hit the head or it didn't matter. And so it needs to be like if I think scouts would do great if at range, like you said, it, it was the weapon because it was if you hit somebody in the head with a scout rifle, mm-hmm. you're probably going to, you know, and it's a heavy enough scout rifle, mm-hmm. um, you're going to three tap them. Mm-hmm. And and that should be a legitimate play style. If you miss one, you're, you know, you have it, there's, you're probably hung out to dry a little bit. Yeah. So I, I don't know if I really have too much to say about it um, because I never really use scout rifles all that much. I just use Mita a ton at the beginning of the game because mm-hmm. that's, really all you could use at at certain yeah. points. I mean, if you wanted to be uh, a certain level of competitive. At one point, I played in this ridiculous, like, mm-hmm. monster, rock star energy, like, <laughs> crucible thing. And it was like, whoever could just play the most crucible matches and you had to just require points. And there wasn't one person who was in the top 10 that mm-hmm. wasn't using uh, yeah. Mida and Uriel's yeah. Gift at the time. Oh, facts. That was and the, oh, the, yeah, the, the, that was the was, whole battle. Vanilla. Right, exactly. And it, the reason was is because at range, the Mita picked up head it picked up a headshot. Mm-hmm. It was very hard to miss a headshot. It should have been harder to miss a headshot. But then when it became harder to 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 hit mm-hmm. a headshot, scouts were no longer good. 
Right. So it was like, we need to kind of go back to the level of damage they did then, yes. but just make it more difficult. Make the aim assist, bring the aim assist down. Oh, yeah, I can, right. I can, I can bring see the that. aim assist down and make them do more damage. Fair to precision, enough. precision damage specifically. Precision. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Well, next one's going to be a fun topic. Rocket launchers. Woo! These heavy weapons currently... <laughs> I don't even have to finish it. Yo. I don't even have to finish it. If you guys are watching video, by the way, for one, shout out to all of you guys that do catch our podcast in audio. Thank you guys. Uh, the numbers keep growing out there. Thank you guys very much for that one. But if you're listening on audio... Uh, I can't exactly tell you how far we're in. We're about two hours probably into the show itself. Go see what Teddy just did when I said rocket launchers because it's worth every penny to watch it. Anyway, Classic. <laughs> these heavy weapons currently have very low reserves, so we're adjusting that. We expect to take another look at rocket launchers in a future season. They increased reserves by one or two depending on the inventory stat. This is all rocket launchers needed, right? That's it, man. That was the answer. That was the answer, man. I think problems off. Yeah, right? so they're good. Okay, we're moving down. We'll just go to the gym. This no, is seriously. Teddy, you got on this on this Teddy, one. You, you, you pulled the you headphones off. Let's go. Three in the tube. Mm. Just bring back three in the three tube. Three in the tube, yeah. yeah. You destroyed cluster bomb rockets because mm. of Riven. Breach. Which people were only using them for that. I guess you could argue Callus in your one, too. But yeah. that's just because no. cluster bomb rockets are just good. Mm -hmm. Then nobody was using them. Grenade launchers effectively are just a better version of them Facts. with more ammo, and I don't have yes. to reload constantly. Yes. And rockets were good because auto reloading was a problem. Not mm -hmm. auto reloading holster, but like barricade and rifts. Mm -hmm. That got destroyed last year. So yeah. I don't see why we can't have two rockets in yes. the tube. Especially with the damage. And. I think there's some exceptions to this, like Wardcliffe Coil, obviously, you can't have... I mean, that's just yeah. a, that's a special rock launcher. But, like, right. what's what's the what's the Gambit one? Um, uh, oh, one I that, know what you're talking about. The one that Drifter gives you. That's my baby. Bad I omens, know what you're talking about. Bad omens. Bad omens. Thank you. Yeah, that's my baby. Why can't that have two in the tube? Yeah, I agree. What's, like, what's the problem? The, the problem... I mean, reserve, reserve increase? That's a good thing. Okay, cool. But, like... Yeah. but. There's more issues that these that the archive mm -hmm, has, mm -hmm. um, and especially because the heavy slot is such a contentious slot. Like I'm only gonna put on what gives me the uh, for PVE, because yep. me the most DPS, and rockets just don't cut it in any way because grenade right. launchers are just a better version of Facts. rockets. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So no, let me jump in right now because yeah, yeah, you, you got me. The blood's boiling. I'm with you, bro. Like it, it's it look. Does reserve help? Yes. It, it does suck, but, you know, when you only can carry five or six or whatever the number is at a time, you know, I get it. But, like, yeah, ro listen, I, I, it, it, Rock is in that weird punishment zone that scouts are in, right? It's like, we know the history of these weapons, and they don't, they, they, they're putting their foot down. They don't want us doing that with rocket launchers sitting back and loading. But can we get two in the tube? If the damage is not going to be effective, can we get two in the tube? The second thing, this is my biggest problem with rocket launchers. I don't see a lot of people talk about. Cluster bombs is literally the only effective role. Yeah. Why aren't there any other perks that are even appealing over cluster bombs? Well, I mean, you can like, like snapshot on your rocket? 
<laughs> like, why is that even a thing? Like, there's some dumb perks that shouldn't even be in the perk tree for rockets. And I'm just like... Hip fire grip on a sniper rifle, I think, wins the cake there. But That one that was pretty good. Uh, no, I'm totally with you on this one, just because, yeah, yeah rocket launchers... Like, we had... I can't remember the one that looks like a World War II mm. airplane. A dragon's oh, breath. Dragon's, dragon's breath. breath. Like, breath. Napalm on breath. the ground. We could do... Yes. Like, I mean, come on. Rocket launchers, you could have so much fun with, like, hey, avoid... Ro and this is where I wish, actually, energy <laughs> weapons of any type had an effect to them. Avoid <laughs> rocket launcher. Black hole. Arc rocket launcher. Lightning storm. Like, you could mm -hmm. have fun with the rocket launchers and make them unique in that way, at least, to give them mm. something. But, yeah, the whole biggest thing is why they're not used in PvE, as you said, is it's DPS. Like... You shoot one out, it doesn't do that much damage, has the travel time, you're like, hold on, let me set it down, let me unpack, yeah. have my lunch first, okay, I'm done with my lunch, let me pick it back up, take the shell out, put the other one back in, okay, yeah. I'm ready to fire again. Oh, you yeah. went through 50 shots of every other gun in the entire oh, God, game? Yeah. Yeah, and it doesn't no. even hit that hard for that for that I, level That's of my point. Like, <laughs> if it's going to yep. be like that in a PvE boss, it should hit that thing for like 200,000 damage because it takes six years to use one rocket. Go. You know what they sneaky? I don't know, Teddy or Scream. Let me know if y'all mess with this one. They sneaky. You know what they did? They kind of brought rockets back in a test scenario. Have any of you guys used that one, that, that mod Godslayer Warheads? Use that mod. Godslayer Warheads, it takes about four or so. five energy in your solar. I believe it's a Dawn mod or, I mean, an Arrivals yeah, mod. I think it right? buffed it some, right? Bro, shout out to Dakota in the chat. If you use two-tailed fox or any like really like uh, heavy, usually the ones with cluster bombs is kind of glitch. So don't use something with cluster bombs. But use two-tailed fox and that mod. Rockets hit like D1 rockets, and I'm like, ah, I see what y'all doing. Y'all slick. You know, say they don't want it to be what it was. And the only time you get is if you put on that mod. That's the only thing I will say. But in 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 general, back to I'll give it back to you, E. My main issue is those damn perks, man. There's no perk diversity. There's no firing line. Or even linear's got cool little things like fire oh, lines and stuff suck, like that. Though, so don't give they, them too much credit. They stay terrible too. We'll get into that. I, I shouldn't. Yeah, you're right. But like every other archetype has like more perk diversity that's effective, and it's like this one class has not gotten a rework. And I'm like, this is the answer. More reserves, but I digress. Continues. Continue. No, that's mostly all I got is, I mean, mm -hmm. everybody is like, hey, rocket launchers don't get that much use. And as you're saying, there may be one charged with light mm -hmm. mod that could potentially, if you get the double, triple stack, and it actually has a function of like one rocket where you get to use mm -hmm. it. What happens to the second rocket you fire? Is it all of them? Is it one? I'm asking you. Mm -hmm. When you oh, have that charge with light, like perk, is it just one rocket and then it uses the All right, so basically how it works is, yeah. So you, the minute you acquire charge from light, it's basically turning it into a D1. That one shot is going to one. turn it into, right. So but let's say you have four charge. So basically you're going to have to stack. You, you, you run like a supercharged mod so you yeah. can have more charge with lights. And then each, uh, it's called God Slayer Warheads. Each one of those that you shoot, it hits like a truck. You'll melt bosses. It, it is really effective in how I feel like rockets should be, but they want you to use that. Pair that, that with like Deathbringer or Wardcliff Coil or... Something well, like it's still, that. It's maybe. still glitchy with specialized rockets. Like death bringers oh, the are specialized. Ones that are fun? Okay, cool. Yeah, the fun stuff, no. But <laughs> like it's, You, you it's, wanna do something cool? Nah. Yeah, no, 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 no. Take something boring. The only <laughs> one that's fun 
is Two Tail Fox. I've used that effectively. I think a shout out, it may be cool guy who has a video. It's a couple, maybe one or two content creators I've seen with a video with it. Cause I thought, I was like, oh, wait a minute. This is a rocket mod for season of arrivals. And I was like, all right, let me try it. And I was, it's very effective. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, Scream, I don't know if you've messed with it a little bit, if, if you've seen it, but it's pretty fun. The only rocket launcher I ever, ever use, I think it's Deathbringer, the one yep. that has yeah. the, um, Range from above, the node and then yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They the call. only re- that's the only one that I ever found to be um, effective mm-hmm. in any way. Just because you could hide different places, and if you were good enough, you could sort of send that thing out and then detonate it, and then everything mm-hmm. else would track to whatever you were doing um, yeah. or where you were trying to kill. Mm-hmm. Other than that, yeah, I I think that rockets need to serve the place that swords do right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think swords, swords are. Great. Yeah, they're a little. I mean, I, they're getting a debuff going yeah, into Beyond Light, which I think is is needed. I think the falling guillotine has just become mm-hmm. too much of a thing. Like, I mean, I use it all the time because it's just oh, yeah. it's such a thing. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, two in the chamber would be very good. Um, or maybe at least like a some. I mean, is there a a fast reload mod that I'm just blanking on that you can put on there that like increases i mean you're looking at like rally barricade or lunafaction boots but i mean there's no specific mod that makes those things go much better than they are Mm -hmm. yeah you could probably master work one with reload speed and never feel it Mm -hmm. so maybe if they had something more focused towards that you know rather than uh, i think two in the chamber would be would be the best though the best solution short term wasn't well D2 launched with only one in every chamber, but you got two rockets in PvP, right? right. When you picked it up? Okay. Uh, you If you picked it up, yeah, you got two rockets, yeah. Yeah. So yeah you we're we're like, thrilled uh, and ecstatic about rocket launchers, it seems. <laughs> the reserves, that was the key. That answered all the fans' demands. Yep. Oh, that's it. They man. also have some general surgical... General... The following list of surgical changes. I'm like, okay, that's contradictory. But mm-hmm. uh, for select weapons based on player feedback, perks, outlaw, they buffed it from a reload stat bonus of plus 50 to plus 75. So those reload perks are still good and better mm-hmm. in case you were wondering. Merciless. I forgot this existed until this I read did, this, yeah. honestly. Forgot about Increased it. inventory. This is the reserve ammo from 36 to 55. And that's the stat, not the number of shots. So however that translates... You have more merciless shots in reserve. It's probably like one more full eight clip, I'm guessing. Yeah. I would assume how that one goes to. Anybody thrilled about merciless? Anybody thrilled <laughs> about any fusion rifle? I did listen Not- to Dado's video, shout out to him, and he literally was like, fusion rifles. Fusion yeah. rifles, guys? Anybody? Like, does Bro, anybody use fusions, one for much, right? Linear fusions? What's going on? Why why are we not talking? Okay, 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 okay yeah. PVP. That's my voot. Oh, oh, yeah. Shout out to Screen. That's my Bastion voot, brother. Talk about it. Okay, Talk Bastion's about it, Screen. unique in PvP. Mm-hmm. That's the only one. Mm-hmm. That and Telesto are. Okay, both exotics. Telesto is always a. Telesto is just. That's like the gun that Destiny wished they didn't make. I mean, that yeah. thing is broken more <laughs> yeah, things. Facts. Um, I. I actually think fusion rifles are. Um, I've always liked fusion rifles, even Me from D one. It was always I mean, in D one. They were almost a little too easy early on. Plan C, uh, like, yeah, Plan C. You could snipe pocket, infinity. Pocket, pocket infinity, pocket infinity, pocket infinity. Yeah, Bruh, Susanoo. 
Slowly I think um, the linear fusion rifle thing. Um, I think they just need to lower the auto aim on the exotic linear fusion rifle. What's that one? Arbalist. Arbalist. That thing needs yeah. to just yeah. It needs a mm -hmm. uh, bring down that auto aim just a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I hear that thing on controllers. But, like but then again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you don't hit a headshot with them, they're useless, though. That's the thing. It's like, if you don't hit a headshot with a linear future rifle, you might as well just, you know, wave a white flag and say, kill me. Uh, <laughs> I think the um, the Bastion is very, very unique. Uh, and I love the Bastion. It's like, I don't know if I use the Bastion so much because I literally just on pc against mouse and keyboard guys who are hacking mm -hmm. i just have no chance other than to just try to get in somewhat of a range and and just right. kind of i'm not i'm not a good shotgun guy um so they were always kind of that middle ground for me and i <laughs> having played a lot of like halo 4 like the rail gun is essentially a fusion rifle and yeah um, d2 or d1 yeah. um but as far they're just getting more ammo is that that was it that one is getting more ammo that one more. Is getting more oh okay just merciless and just it's merciless. like i mean and that's kind of thing is like do they have a place in pve again this is a crucible like situation like i don't they, they don't seem no to have a place in pve that's yeah that's the big <laughs> question like there's no damage buff yeah. to be like hey you've got some big guy running at you am you gonna pull out a fusion rifle you mm -hmm. may as well just set that down and just lay down like yeah. fusion rifles don't do the much in pve one... The only one that has a place in PVE is the Telesto. And that was because of several things that you could just different things you could break in the game mm -hmm. with it. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, even in, even paired with other exotics like mm -hmm. um, wor was it Worm God's Caress, the gauntlets for the Titan? Yep. That's the one I'm yeah, thinking of. Breaking stuff. Yeah, where you could just blow yeah. up the nodes and get the buff and then you could just throw a little hammer at something and do like. 600k damage you know one mm -hmm. shot i loved it when that was a thing i, I mean for me, I loved it. <laughs> of course you was did. it you know but is it a good thing no so yeah right. i think i wish they had a yeah i wish they had like a like an actual like purpose and it might just be like give them give some encounter like maybe a a, a dungeon or a specific nightfall that like a fusion rifle having a fusion rifle just is Tops. Even just mm -hmm. one. Even if it was just one, I think that would go a long way. Yeah. Um, shout out to Gordon Gartrell. I love the name. That's a great Cosby show reference. Um yeah, preach, brother. Um, loaded question. That was that was my baby. Yeah, loaded question. It, it hit like a truck. It had extra um, you know, that charge up thing. Oh, and it's being you know, sunset too, yeah. Yeah, and that's gonna be sunset. So we got no, you know, I'm with you, bro. Like Joe Toon, yeah. Fusions, man. They they need something. Yeah, the legendary fusions, too. not so much. Another mm -hmm. legendary, Mountain Top. We've had a ton of feedback that Mountain Top feels a bit over the top in Crucible. Really? <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> I, I, no. I haven't. Mm -mm, nah. Mm -hmm. This pinnacle weapon has had ample time to shine. They are mm -hmm. at least owning that one. Sorry for the very, very thick <laughs> opinion here. Uh, so we're taking it down a notch. Specific mm -hmm. pain points. One shot body shot with infinite range. That's not a problem. Quick and easy cleanup of wounded guardians, even around corners. Deals high splash damage, rewarding players with inaccuracy. Perfect in-air accuracy. Those are two separate things, by the way. That's in-air accuracy versus inaccuracy. That's not confusing. Right. Allows airborne <laughs> guardians to rain down death, and there's not much guardians can do to respond. 
here's the changes. All I want from you guys is a quick yay or a nay if you think this stuff is enough. Mm -hmm. uh, reduced splash damage by 33%. Increased impact damage such that the total damage is 5% lower than before. Reduced projectile velocity multiplier of micro-missile from 1.4 to 1.2. So it's 20% faster instead of 40% faster. Reduced in-air accuracy. Uh, now significant projectile air while in-air. 7 degrees of in-air accuracy without Icarus grip. Substantially less with Icarus grip. Is this enough to take it out of its reign in literal terror? Needs Dang. more. Needs more. <laughs> Needs more I, nerf. I, no more I, <laughs> just I've burn it to the ground. A few times about this gun, and my answer is always delete it from the game. Like it's it's got to go. This is this is a shot package in a gun situation. <laughs> just I I love this gun in PVE. Your PVE, I, I love it. Yeah, I've PVE. used this gun a lot. But it, it just eject this out of the game. Like it's <laughs> it's still gonna be a problem. Just, tell us how you just feel, it out. Nobody tell gets us it how anymore. You feel. It's it's still gonna be a problem. I mean, these changes are great. Like this, absolutely, they should have done this a long time ago. But uh, like, no, 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 still gonna be a problem. Like, like, think about this scenario. This has definitely happened to you guys at some point. Mm -hmm. You're playing PvP, and you're memeing on someone, and then they put mountaintop and gnawing hunger on, and then they start memeing on you, and like. Then what do you do? You put mountaintop and nine hunger on, yeah. and then just and then it just becomes, it becomes this, yeah, yeah. It's, and then it's the buddy hop fest. Everyone's yeah. buddy hopping and shooting in the air. But and, <laughs> and then you're literally may as well just be in scorched whatever that's called. And, I forget. And it's, th there's no there's no skill gap involved in this. It's just point and aim. You know, nine hunger is the same. Well, I guess nine hunger you kind of have to dead shots, but like yeah. still, uh, yeah, I, I just don't like this gun. Like that, <laughs> that's that's really this boils down to. Shout out for that raw teddy emotion. Um, Scream, where you at, man? <laughs> Molotov, is it enough? I hate that gun so much that I refuse to even get it. I was like, I, I was almost done with it. I'm just like, you know what? I hate this thing. It's, it'll be so much of a benefit to me in, in PVE, but I just hate it. And I think, um, I mean, what they're doing with it, you know, I the the thing that bothers me the most about it is that it, you can snipe with it. Yes. Like other side of the Straight map, shot. you can hit somebody with that thing. Facts. And like, oh, you like, got a like, you know, bam. <laughs> there's like no arc to the trajectory of yeah, the bullet, just... and um, it's just straight towards you, like a you know. And uh, I just don't understand. I, I didn't understand exactly like why it works so much differently than all the other grenade launchers. Like, yeah. there's nothing even similar to it, really. Yeah, nothing unique. nearly as effective. It sits in that. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. It's unique. You're nailing it. I think for me, my biggest frustration is the counterplay. There's not much counterplay. Like the thing that bothers me is I'll fight. No, just shout out to the hunters. I got to come for y'all right now. But I'll fight a three stacking trials with, uh, of hunters with this thing. They're all bunny hopping around, rolling and doing it. And then the thing that pisses me off is even like you have to now mentally think you're going to get hit with this micro missile jump but the splash damage is so big so even if you somehow survive the initial shot they just switch to their auto and clean you up and it's all like you have no counterplay and that's my main thing shout out to Dado, he has a hilarious video about this but um yeah man it, it, i'm with you screen i'll give it back to you but it's just like that's the part I, about it and I, I for pve it was part of the god loadout you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We know what it was, y'all. You had your anarchy, you had your recluse, you had your mountaintop. We understand that was a thing. That part I'll miss, 
But PvP, this was E, you proud of me. I, I was so happy for Sunset. I was so happy. I was like, what's the number on this? 10 six? Oh, yeah, you're out of there. You're out of there. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Woo! I was so... Sunset couldn't have come at a better time for you, Valentine. <laughs> and this right here, hope, hopefully, is enough. But give, I'll give it back to you, Scream. <laughs> well, it's just, here's every Trials game that I've ever gone into. The Hunter. Jump, shoot. <laughs> jump, jump. Shoot. Oh, roll, God. jump, shoot. Roll, jump, shoot. It's just so annoying. <gasps> and actually, this is here's a, here's a question I have for you guys. Because yeah. I don't have the weapon, I just never wanted to get it, and um, I, it, I think I'm correct in that it has a hip-fire reticle on it. Mm-hmm. It does? Get that out of there. Get it <laughs> away. If you want to really change the gun, get rid of the hip-fire reticle. Because that is what makes it infuriating. When you can just, it's easier to hip fire with that gun than it is to ADS with it. If Facts. you had to ADS to get a good long range shot. Fact, good point. Okay, you know, all those other debuffs accompanied with that, it would make it a fairly mm -hmm. reasonable end game weapon. I mean, it should be, it is an end game, you know, yeah. it is a pinnacle. So, mm -hmm. you know, it should be better than other things, but, mm -hmm. um, but it shouldn't just be better than everything. It should just be yeah. better than everything in its category. So every, mm -hmm. you know, uh, primary, it's a pr primary um, grenade mm -hmm. launcher. I could see it special. being the best of those, yeah. special grenade launcher, excuse me. Um, but yeah, get rid of the, if you got rid of the hip fire reticle and you actually made it somewhat skillful, you know, then I could understand it. But where, I don't, I just didn't understand what went into the thinking of that. I, I, I almost feel like the guys who play PvP at Bungie just, mm -hmm. you know, if if they get a kill with something, I don't know if they're just not that good at PvP, but it's like <laughs> whatever they get a kill with, they're like, this is it. We're going all the way. <laughs> Look, man, we can we go have... flawless in our own game <laughs> with this weapon. I don't know. Look, man, I gotta give it to you. This is a, it. Looks like we're all bonding at the death of this weapon. Oh no, man! There's a lot of people that are happy that this thing's going, uh, mm -hmm. and I think we all agree, which is a good thing. Uh, there's a couple of these I'm gonna lump together, two points, and then we still got to talk about Trials Adept. Yeah. And Woo! we got a long show. Thank you guys for hanging with us. Hopefully, enjoy. We got a lot to talk about, and we got a lot of good opinions, so it's fun. Mm -hmm. um, Mida multi tool, Mida mini tool. The mini tool is getting its like Mida synergy, making an intrinsic perk. It's going to get hip fire grip and kill clip. Seems reasonable. Uh, Sturm and Drang. Drang is going to get together forever. That similar perk that works with Sturm. Intrinsic. It's going to get accurized rounds and moving target. Also good. You've got Arbalist that no longer strikes shields multiple Ooh. times because I think it like kind of hit on the f entrance and exit wound basically. So mm -hmm. it was a little weird, but its efficacy against shielded targets has been increased. It's still e not. What? I got to ask you this because uh, this is a good. I feel it should. I feel Arbalist should connect with you. Solo, nightfall, dungeony kind of guy. Oh, the work against shields. Yeah, like uh, do you, it never how, how does you what I wanted it to do. So, and it's not going to. So I've given up. So that's fine. You give it up. I, nope. feel, I felt that that should have been the exotic for you. I, I don't know why. But continue. Yeah, <laughs> never, never did what it was supposed to do because it's supposed <laughs> to like not worry about shields or something. I'm like, oh, cool. Nope. Then nah. -uh. Uh, Jade Rabbit armor piercing round swapped to high caliber rounds, which fixed a bug, which is fine. Two things. One, falling guillotine. Reduced heavy attack damage by 24% to bring it in line with other swords. Mm -hmm. It will continue to be slightly above average, just not to the extent that it is now. Mm -hmm. Sad faces, pour one out. 
thoughts? You have a hand that's up. Fuck y'all. It was a good run. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, like, I mean, we knew. Yeah, like, come on. Like, 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 yeah. I, 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 I'm never pro nerf, but we know damn well when you had that Final Fantasy VII sword. <laughs> you know damn well you did that Relentless Blade or whatever it is, and you build it up to times five, and then you whirlwind it. You know, damn well, we weren't supposed to be melting this content the way we was melting it. And it bro, it was fun. Yeah. It was fun. It, swords were amazing. And then, shout out to, um, shout out to Cat Daddy in the chat, and Attic, who didn't even know about Lucent Blade in conjunction with this. <laughs> Lucent Blade on top of the already destructive nature of this sword. Is it you will solo content? It is so crazy. It it is it is insane. So look, for all one for the homie. I was like, swords are still, I think, going to be. Sword, yeah, lightning sword is still fine. pretty good. They're yeah. actually in a decent space where they're like the risk mm-hmm. versus award versus the proximity and stomp mechanics. Mm-hmm. That's a whole podcast in itself. Um, mm-hmm. But swords still hit pretty hard, which is good. Yeah, this was just beyond god tier like s plus 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 tier now it's just probably going to be like s like this is still going to be like one of the best swords no question if you still got your whirlwind relentless strikes keep it still going to be one of the best swords to use it's just not going to be like holy hell there's nothing else i want in my pve heavy slot right gonna bring it down a bit now the last one before we get to trials adept stuff ruinous effigy before i even say what happened to this gun did anybody think anything needed to happen to this weapon Yes. Ooh, spicy. Well, yeah, do tell talk, because do tell. you might do be tell. the only one. What glitch you found out with this gun that you now you mad? Let me hear. Break it down. Constant invisibility, grabbing the orb, and running through any nightfall or deal at 1100 by yourself. Oh. You can do it. You don't need anything else. You can but just this do is a, that. This is, a, this you, is a bungee protection play of, 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 of content. I, th- I think that's why they're doing it specifically is people were able to do that. You could, I mean, you can keep your invisibility on a hunter. If you build the right, the right perk tree, the right mm-hmm. perk build, or excuse me, the right mod build, mm-hmm. um, you can, you can get invisibility, dodge, get it right back, pick up the orb and just continue that. I mean, you'll never run out of it. And so this is not happening I mean, in the chat. He said, you're betrayed. I'll just continue. <laughs> he knows Continue. citizens in the clan he's, he knows. he's, he's upset we were, he's I upset. mean, for me it's like you gotta realize I, I say this with a grain mm-hmm. of, take it with a grain of salt my opinion because I love all these things like when yeah. I find one of these it's like a gem it's like oh great this, we is, can this was in your staple this 1100 this is your staple okay it's like Sin get in here get your hunter <laughs> we're gonna two man this uh, but uh yeah, I think that's specifically that one reason is why they're they're changing it. Question, do you think, because this is a theory of mine before we move on, do you think they have some upcoming content that they realize the efficiency of this weapon would oh, yeah. be too OP for the encounter? That I always feel when you get these random what the F nerfs. Well, like, and like the sleeper ricochet, which we still don't even know what was for. Mm-hmm. Still don't know why. The, do you? I, I'm no, pretty no. convinced that that nerf was done because Datto made a video where he showed that you could bounce Sleeper off the um, yeah. the shield of uh, what's the boss from Eater of Worlds? Uh, um, Eater no, 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 uh, Argos. 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 So mm-hmm. when, when his shield was down, once you completed the mechanic, there was like the little like corner 
that the shield was part of, the, the geometry was still there, and you could mm-hmm. bounce it off that with a marginally okay success rate, mm-hmm. and it would do a little bit more damage. damage. So I'm convinced that they saw that video and were like, oh crap, someone's going to find out how to like mm-hmm. melt some boss they're not supposed to melt, and then they nerfed it. Well, it was like the third nerf, I think, to the gun. Yeah. Which is yep. planted its gravestone. So yes, yes. that's my theory. I don't know if that actually happened, but I like to think that's what happened. I mean, yeah, it makes I sense. Agree. Like, I mean, that's kind of the thing. They said, now the one, like, reduce the damage of the aerial melee attack. You jump in the air and you mm-hmm. swing the orb. I'm like, who thought that was too strong? Yeah. Like, who's I, jumping up in the air, smacking stuff with the orb? <laughs> now, they significantly yeah. reduced the damage of the drain effect on enemy combatants. That's where I think you're onto something. There's like a horde of enemies, two people with ruin FF effigies, just like melting hordes of enemies as they walk forward and yeah. they clear an entire like army that's coming at you. And it's like two balls mm-hmm. could do that. And you're like, that may be a bit of an issue. The shield may mm-hmm. be there. The while invisibility. Staying, yeah. Well, staying completely invisible and not taking any aggro from anything. Yeah, and there's yeah. a build you can do with a warlock. Um, I can't remember exactly. Uh, it's I think it's middle tree void. Mm-hmm. Um, or no, bottom tree void. Whatever gives you, uh, yeah, the one that has, is that the one that has the ability where whenever you do void damage, you get some of your health back? I'm trying to mm-hmm. remember exactly. Uh, but that works with the Ruinous Effigy. So oh. you could just burn that thing forever. And like, mm-hmm. even when you would get low, even when you'd have the orb and it would start to do damage to you, you yeah. could get your health back if there was enough enemies around you. Right. There was a way you could break the whole... Um, the whole so basically uh, this is for hun- this is for hunters this and like hunters. one encounter in beyond light it's just Pretty one of those much. like ruinous effigy was like you went through you shot all the eyes i know even cognito you got done doing the whole like series of shooting the eyes recently and you're like hey the gun's kind of cool but i never hear anything about it being broken you're like why and it's some weird ass weird thing that thing, we don't yeah. even know anything about basically no, they, they, they saw they saw scream <laughs> yeah they saw scream coming <laughs> they saw scream coming they know yep. about you I can, I can see the meeting now. They were like, Scream's using this gun. We got to nerf it. Yeah. This man finds when all I, exploits. When I saw that weapon, when I saw that weapon in like the preview, I was like, oh, this is going to be so broken. I'm like, I can't <laughs> wait to see what people do with this. It's like the thing that's coming. I, I don't know how it'll, maybe maybe they realize this will pair with this weirdly too, but whatever, mm-hmm. um, I think it's hunters are getting that ability to throw their grenade against the wall and it shoots out the spikes that you can oh, then everybody jump is, on. Everybody gets all the grenades. Oh, everybody's getting that? That's, yep. I'm, I'm uh, side note, What that is going to be broken day one. Oh, yeah. That is like mm-hmm. the first thing I'm looking at. That's going to break so many things in the game. Oh, yeah. All oh, the yeah. old stuff broken with that. I don't know. Fair maybe enough. they figured out those two things in combination were just not good. Fair enough. No, you're on it, man. I always think these old, those are those random, rare, preemptive nerfs where we scratch our heads, but Guys like Scream, you know, they, they got to try to stay ahead of you as best they can, brother. <laughs> All right. So the final thing we got to talk about, it's a long show, but we definitely have to talk about this gotta one. Get it, so brother. Adept, and that's literally all they say. It's literally Adept in parentheses because that's what it's going to say on the gun. So I'm going to read this out. And then there's two main pieces to talk about. how What the actual Adept weapons do. And when and how you're going to be able to get said weapons. So, trying to read this quickly, but I want to cover it all verbatim so I don't skip anything. Get it, brother. So, before we let our friends on the development team go, we have a few more details concerning weapons to share with you. A few months back, we announced the return of Adept Weapons to the Trials experience. Today, we will be spending some time getting you reacquainted with these tools of destruction. And how we're laying the groundwork for future Adept Weaponry. Which they said they may be coming to Nightfalls later, in case you guys aren't aware. 
while these weapons are similar to the name in to the adepts of destiny one there are some added elements to embrace the weapon systems of Def destiny two with that we pass the mic back to our development team beginning and beginning and beyond light all existing trials weapons will have adept versions so these are going to be launching with beyond light our intent is for all new trials weapons to have an adept version in the future with their infusion caps matching the season they were introduced in. For our first round of Adepts, which I'm going to put a giant asterisk, so this is their test phase because it's short, uh, their infusion caps will be set to that of Season of the Worthy. And in case you don't know what that implies, mm -hmm. the Adept so weapons that you can get in Beyond Light will last for Season 12, which is the like Beyond Light season, and Season 13, and that is it. You get it for two seasons, not four. Yeah. So they will last yeah. half as long. Additionally, we will be introducing adept weapon mods into the sandbox in Beyond Light, which can only be applied to adept weaponry. Here's how adept weapons differ from the base weapons. Master working an adept weapon grants additional stats, plus 10 for the primary stat, so if it's range, you get plus 10 to range, but also gives plus 3 for the alternate stats, which I'm guessing is the other master working alternate stats that you can have. I'll ask you guys here in a second. Adept weapons can use either a standard weapon mod, take... Barrier, extended mag, whatever, or a new adept weapon mod earned when going flawless. Mm. So the adept mods do come from the flawless chest. So do the adept weapons as well. A unique adept shader has been made for these weapons. Note these shaders are not awarded as consumable, and so they're the only weapons that can look this way. Adept weapon mods come in two varieties weapon stat boosts, which each will grant a plus 10 to a particular stat in the same way a masterwork does. So if you have a weapon that has plus 10 masterwork you can also take an adept mod and plus and put another plus 10 on that as well uh some versions of these existing mods grant an improved bonus but with a downside adept mag for example is plus 40 to the magazine stat but minus 20 to handling versus say backup mag which is a general mod for everybody it's plus 30 to the stat final piece is acquisition to earn adept weapons and, and weapon mods, players must complete a flawless trials passage and open the flawless chest at the lighthouse. Each week, a, def a different adept mod can drop from the flawless chest. Adept weapon mods will be on a weekly rotation, so a given mod may not make its appearance until later in the season. The mod is unlocked for use uh, on owned adept weapons when acquired, so if you have six adept weapons and you get the mod, you can use it on any of them. Adept weapons will be available from the Flawless Chest on a bi-weekly basis, alternating with armor drops. The first weapon acquired on a given week is a pinnacle drop. Adept weapons will be on a set rotation, so players may continue to earn alternate rolls on a specific adept weapons when completing Flawless Passages throughout a given weekend. Hmm. I'm trying to see if there's anything important down in the bottom. Uh, as you can see, for those who reach the lighthouse, your loot is about to get more spicy. While adept rewards are coming first... We also have a Trials Armor Refresh planned for a future season after the Stardust has settled from Beyond Light. So that pretty much sums up Adept Weapons for the information. So the first one is, what do you guys think about the actual Adept Weapons functionality? Like, what is going to set them apart uh, when you go and you get that Adept Weapon from the chest? Is it going to be worth it to, to you guys? Do you guys think this makes them worth the, the seven flawless wins? Come on, Trials gang. Talk to me. Uh, go go ahead, uh, Scream or, or Cognito. Mm-hmm. Um, Scream go. I think I think it's gonna really come down to how they how it plays, how it feels. I mean, I think because we 
there's been things like this in the past, right? Like, and it all depends on at the end of the day, is this weapon really that much feel that much better than everything else? Because there's some times where like, you know, I'll, I mean, think about how many weapons in the game right now there are, there have been in the past where you could go and get like a white weapon from the beginning of the game. And it was mm -hmm. still as um, usable in, in crucible as other things. I mean, like, what was it? The Farah? I used to mm -hmm. use that thing forever. And it just because it felt good it when you shot it the way it sounded the way it handled it all felt good and i think you know i i honestly think that this is good because it sounds like it's they're really trying to make trials feel worth it mm -hmm. and but but i don't really know enough about playing with these weapons where it's mm -hmm. it's going to be can these weapons that you earn in trials be taken into normal crucible and you right. feel like a god with them. Like right. that's, I think, the goal. Right. I don't. I. I won't know if that's the case until you actually do it. I mm -hmm. hope that's the case. It sounds like that's the case. Mm -hmm. Um. It certainly sounds like that's what they they want to be the case. But I won't know until I play with a, one of these weapons with one of these mods equipped. I like the way that they're staggering it. I think that's sort of interesting. Um, and I like mm -hmm. what they're doing with the mods. That sounds unique. Enough. Ooh, this was a nice surprise. Um, yeah, I mean, are we are we touching the 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 light level thing now, or are we this is just now my initial thoughts on the uh, light levels in there. The only thing I was gonna save is like the acquisition and timing stuff. For that's my other point. Okay, is all. Okay, so okay. yeah, the light level, the how they like their functionality, their stats, like. Yeah, everything mm. about the weapons. I'm just getting to the timing yeah. for a different piece. That's a yeah. point. I the, the, yeah, the the light level thing. Obviously, you know what I'm saying. It, it's a time. It almost feels like a a, a trial phase. <laughs> yeah, but, it's um, half. It's half a normal yeah. anything basically. Right, right. Look, I like it. You know, adept weapons need to happen. Um, I'm with Scream. We do need to see how efficient these buffs are actually going to be. I I think. In the right hand, certain roles could really be powerful because if you master work, I'm just thinking of something like what is it? Um, what is it? Is this summoner? What, what's, the, summoner? what's the one we got now? No, yeah, or, right. yeah, the summoner. Not summoner. Is it called summoner? I'm forgetting the auto now. So. What's it called? The summoner. Yeah, right. Okay. So if I'm going, if I get a master with a plus 10, you know, and then you got plus three on alternate stats, then you got another mod. That in a sense could be stacked on top of that, because I'm not seeing anything where they say you can't have these combinations. Seems like it should. This this sounds like you know it could be good. My only slight disappointment was actually that it's the same weapons coming back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, I don't. Is there going to be a world where the scholar is going to be super lit with this? And that's my issue, right? Cause at let's be real, us trials guys here, right? It's it's um Astral Horizon, it's Summoner. I, I mean, is the I rocket saw kind of yeah, kind of is the rocket launcher making you jump for joy? Is the fusion making you jump out the window? Not necessary. Maybe right? out the window, not for joy. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. So th that basically the, the 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 weapons that have been the meta for trials those two or three 
are going to get astronomically bumped up, most likely. The only thing I would say, look, I like the move. Only thing I will say I don't like, and me, e, me and you have had this conversation, is they're trying to debut this new thing with Iron Banner, where it's like, as far as that one mile, where it's like, oh, plus 40 this, but minus, minus. 25 that. There you know what I'm saying? Okay, I, I agree 100%. If you get to the flawless chest and you work your tail off, and I have to, and I get a mod that's like, and this is the one they listed, for example, backup mm -hmm. mag, no give and take, plus 32 magazine stat. Now, that's not 30 bullets. That's just like the stat, however it works with said gun. Adept mm -hmm. mag is literally, say we're going a thir like 33% more magazine, whatever that mm -hmm. is, could be one bullet, six, eight, who knows. Mm -hmm. But you're dropping 20 handling. When they do these drops on anything in this game, it's like, 10 or 20 you're losing 10 strength which is a whole like level you're losing 20 handling that's a fifth of a gun that gun feels a lot slower to bring out and take out for like what is that going to be one or two more bullets like that adept mag already feels like it's terrible in my mind that like i, I wish you yeah. if you want a magazine go with backup mag because right the give and take like doesn't feel worth it when I see those type of things, it, it deterred me from Iron Banner that, that when it was those guns that came with, with those guns, oh, Iron, were, whatever. Yeah. yeah, Iron this and Iron that. And I was just like, whatever. Stability like, like. Yeah, like for me, all that is going to incentivize me is to play the week that the mod is a flat number, even if it's a little less, where I don't have that negative impact so much. You know what I'm saying? So that's it. Look. I do say I love the fact that the shader can't break broke down. I know it's stupid, but I yeah. like that. No, but I... <laughs> Honestly, I, like I just don't think it should be a shader. They should just intrinsically be that color. Yeah. Not that it's a specific shader that comes on. They should just, they should be adept weapons, should look like that. Then you can shade yeah. them how you want to. Right. Because no, if you, like if you feel like shading can't it, you shit. can't get it back. Right. I just like the fact, uh, this is just bougie talk now. No. I just like the fact no one can get that. No, like, no, you can't that, get that. Yeah, get it's like some way to set them apart. Yeah. But I look, absolutely. That's totally fine. 100%. Look, it this, looks overall, I sound like I'm complaining. This is in my opinion, the step in the right direction. We needed adept weapons. We needed this to go. Again, slight little disappointment to say weapons. Slight little disappointment about that one particular mod with, you know, this extreme, you know, variable thing. But overall, yes, this is, I feel good, you know. But I, again, to, to Scream's point, is it going to make the Scholar lit? <laughs> Am I going to bust out the Scholar now because I got an adept version with plus 10 range or whatever, whatever, like... Is it going to affect those non-meta trials weapons in any efficient capacity to make it now farmable? That's the question. That to me has to be answered. And I'm not, I'm not sure. Right now I'm leaning to like, eh, probably not. But in fairness, I need to get a hold of it yeah. and then see. But like well, say somebody today. has a summoner right now that has a good role and it's got a range masterwork. Is it worth that person to go mm. after an adept version? That is going to get them plus three to three other stats right. and then give them an extra slot where they could add some more stat to it. Is right. a summoner that has, say, a summoner with the plus 10 range stat, because range is pretty good on an auto rifle. Oh, absolutely. So if you got plus 10, say it's sitting at 60, mm. does it really make that like grind to go for that perfect stat roll or to get right. that adept weapon? Maybe you just need one, but then you still have to get the masterwork adept you have to right. get the adept auto rifle that has the range masterwork and a good stat roll. Right. And then you can put that range mod on top of it. Is that and, worth it? And is it worth the material grind to masterwork all of that? To or only have it last month. for another. Exactly. That's the issue. 
because and these are. Tie, I was going to yeah. say, and that ties in perfectly mm -hmm. to what the other point is, is when you can get these things. We don't know how long these seasons are going to be. Theoretically, by this, it makes me feel like it's going to be about 12 weeks or it feels like it almost has to be. Right. Because they say adept weapons will be available from the fallless chest on a bi-weekly basis. If you have a 12-week season, mm -hmm. you have a weapon and armor, weapon, armor, weapon, armor. You alternate on weeks. Say the mm -hmm. summoner is on week 11 of season of Beyond Light. When you get that adept summoner with that god roll, it's mm -hmm. going to be usable in in-game content for three months. Three weeks, yeah. Are you going to want to dump the cores and everything on that? Now, maybe right. if you're playing a lot of trials, you might be swimming in cores. Maybe you do it. But again, mm -hmm. as that's that test period, whatever's at the end of this upcoming season is going to have a very, very short lifespan. And right. you have weapons on every other week. So everybody's going to be like, hey, let's play trials this week. It's armor. Never mind. Hey, let's play mm -hmm. trials this week. It's armor. Never mind. There's going to be this yo-yo of they, like the right. population because Did they say anything they're going to do with armor, though. Just out of curiosity. They're doing that on a future season. They didn't say anything. So the armor okay. is literally the same, which most people already probably have it. So those weeks right. when the chest has armor in it, nobody's going to care. Now, but they're going to try to, they're going to spice it up and try to probably put a good mod maybe. May, but those year? are on a weekly basis. Those just rotate. Mm. So mm. those might, there might be five mods or four if they're based on maybe some of those stats, four or five mods. Those right. are going to be sprinkled throughout. So maybe there's a range mod on an off week. They'll be that's smart to try thinking. and do that. Yeah, that's and maybe it's to. not a guarantee, so you got to go a couple times. I don't know. Right. Uh, it says that mod can drop from the flawless chest. Right. So I guess that might be the thing. But the fact that the weapons are going to be every other week, say if you want Eye of Saul and it's in this first week, what if you're not ready? What if yeah. you want to get ready for the raid? What if you want to do other things and not just go yeah. try and get a flawless card done in trials and you have other things you want to do and you can't? No, it's a good they, point. It, yeah, good they time. usually disable trials uh, before the raid. At least in Destiny 1 and 2, they, yeah. or right. 2 didn't have trials. Well, it did right. for the first year. Right. They'll usually disable trials uh, before the raid. After, yeah. Until after the raid comes out. Which also, they haven't said that, but... Yeah, which still makes me wonder like how the season dates are going to go on this one, because mm. if this is maybe... Because then we have the big raid launching, maybe this season right. is longer, maybe they shorten some of the future seasons if they like right. condense the... Again, a lot of stuff we still don't know, but the fact that it's like likely you're going to get a probably one chance at most of these. There's one weekend. So if you want mm -hmm. Astral Horizons Adept, but it's on like the ninth week or something like that. Mm -hmm. There's three weapons in there that you guys said you didn't even care for. Rocket launcher, fusion rifle, mm -hmm. scout rifle. So there's three like flawless chests that a lot of people aren't going to be going for. Mm hmm. I'm not against it, believe me. It's like the fact that they, they're making the Flawless Chest have a better carrot at the end of the stick means the people who are likely to get there, the better players who can go Flawless, they're getting out of that like bounty category of the first three wins. They're getting a little farther into their cards, which is a good thing. I'm not opposed mm -hmm. to that. The Shaders, a good thing. Right. Mine is like as little, and again, I'm not a Trials player, so that's totally me. If I ever mm -hmm. get to go, like if I ever get to go play Trials and I get like, maybe some really good backpack space that I get to hop into because it's going to be required. Mm -hmm. And then that one time I get like, say I get a summoner, but it's just like a total trash roll. And that's like the one card that I get. I'm like, well, that was that. That was fun. <laughs> so it's just like it's. And again, the people who can grind it out, that's who this is for. And I totally get right. like the PVP players who are like, I'm in trials every week. I'm going to sit here mm -hmm. and grind until I get that good one. This is what it's for. And honestly, I'm happy for them for that. Mm -hmm. I just honestly hope that like, 
the specific timing of things, the way some of these like give and take mods. Right. I know this is like a trial and it's short, which is probably not a bad thing. So they can kind of take feedback. Mm -hmm. I'm just I'm hoping this is I'm hoping this is enough for like the, you know, weapon scientists that this is actually like people are like, hey, honestly, these adept weapons are pretty solid. I'm hoping that's the review when these things finally come back after they've seen some time. Daddy mm -hmm. scream. Where you at? Uh, I think you guys pretty much hit the nail on the head for everything I wanted to say. Um, three of these weapons are basically useless, uh, and I don't think that this really changes that. Now, I'm kind of confused on this, so maybe you guys can clarify this for me. Are the weapons themselves, is it going to be like Astral Horizon parentheses adept, yep. or is it just Astral Horizon with a mod slot? That you can put an adept mod into it, and that's actually what makes it adept. But only that version drops with that extra mod slot. I would assume mm -hmm. it's parentheses adept. That's how they used to be, and even the part of the TWAB is parentheses adept. So I okay. think that kind of implies yeah, it's going to have it, yeah. the mod slot, but I think it's going to be like the summoner parentheses adept. Okay, and it's so going to look different and have the slot. You, Ivan, just touched on this, which is, you know, I go flawless the week that Summoner Adept is dropping, and I get an absolutely trash roll on it. Mm. And that's and that's my run, right? Like, yeah. you know, I'm not great at PvP, so my, my clanmates, shout out to Backwards, <laughs> uh, carries me all the time. Mm -hmm. And so, like, you know, that's my run for the week, and I got a bad Summoner. But then in my vault, I have a God World Summoner, but I mm. can't put an Adept mod on Modern. that, so that kind of, you know. But then also, these... I, I like the changes. I, I like the adept isn't it doesn't sound too overpowered on paper, so I think right. it's kind of a fair like chase yeah. thing to go for. Um, I, I kind of equate this to like uh, like the, the the super special hollow secret rare card that you get in you know in a pack or something of, of a trading card game like Yu-Gi-Oh yeah. or Magic or Pokemon. It, you don't you don't need the rarity bump, but you right. kind of want the rarity bump sort yes. of thing. Yes. Um, and it's I mean yeah, I think the 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 kind of like part that I don't like about this is that they're only good for presumably six months, assuming yeah. the seasons don't get shorter. So, yeah, I'm mostly okay with this. Okay, I think it's fine. The trade off, the trade off mods, I'm not okay with, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel you, brother. I feel you. Scream! I'm curious, man. I get you. One of my trials runners, man. We, we put some blood and sweat tears together in there. Yeah, I mean, it, it's all going to come down to whether or not it's it's worth it in the end, whether or not it's worth, you know, whether or not the bump that you get from these things, obviously, like you said, there's not going to be that many that are even worth it. So it's like, as far as the weapons are concerned, so it's like, you know, I, I really don't know. I, I, I really don't until I'm in there, until I'm doing it, until I'm playing and getting these and seeing how how much of an effort i have to put in to finally get something if it may if it makes me feel like i have that that edge that i took the time because the way mm -hmm. i always kind of think about it is that those sort of uh pinnacle pve activities yeah. they're really they're really made i mean there's the people who can just go through and get flawless all the time you know right. but it's not they're not really made for them they're made for the people who get carried by those guys mm -hmm. who want to get the weapon from that, go into normal crucible and feel right. like they can finally compete with the right. normal people. And I think that's really what's going to make it or break it. I do think mm -hmm. the, that one little weird thing is that sort of trade off. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, we'll see. I don't really I, I don't really know enough to say too much more, honestly. I don't really. But yeah. 
it's interesting. Um, yeah, we'll have to see. No, yeah, we got to see. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, like I said, he made some good points about the, the cadence, about when it's going out. And, um, you know, I, I will say this, though. I mean, I could see a scenario where, you know, you get a sum in a roll or something that with an extra 10, you know what I'm saying? And, and it could get really filthy and their skill gap could, could jump, you know what I'm saying? Again, with those particular weapons. But, you know, right. overall... We, like you said, Scream, we, we got to see. We got we got to see. But I, again, step in the right direction. Don't know how I feel about the time gating, what E is saying, like of the of the cadence of specific yeah. mods. Like, shouldn't they all be kind of available? What if you're just, out of town for a weekend? Yeah. And like, you just can't get that particular gun that you want. And it's only that week. And it's like, you're kind of screwed, right? Because what's the rotation then? it coming back around, right? So that part I'm I'm with E. Like part of me is like, why are they restrict they're time gating this pool for specific things? And especially when it's a limited, you just told us now it's a limited amount of time we're gonna have with these weapons as it is. So, so they better be I, I would say just based off of that, they better be really, really good. They yeah. just better be you know, it, it, that's mm -hmm. that would be the only reason to that it would make sense at that point. Yeah. They're not, I, um, so far as I know, they're not, you're not able to actually still, you're not able to get the trials chest more than once, correct? Per week, per you character. You can farm it all weekend. You can farm it all week. You can farm it all weekend? You can get the drops yeah. on the chest now? You, well, your first more one than is a pinnacle, but yeah, you can sit there and go over and over and over yep. and go for the drops. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. But so again, then, it is you know, like, that's why I was like, so for those who like, You've got your PvP gods, and they're just going to be sitting there going through card after card until they get the drop they want. That's what they'll be doing. Right. But again, say that PvP god's like, I got a trip this weekend, and I missed the Summoner, or Astral Horizon, or Eye of Solid, and they wanted that one good sniper coming from there. That's where I think the timing is the issue. But yeah, they can farm it as much. If they're mm -hmm. here, yeah, they can farm it as much as they want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I just, I just thought about this while you were talking about this. Uh... I feel like that they are intentionally gating the, the the weapons or spacing them out in a cycle so that the the player population of trials stays relatively active. Like some hmm. weeks, obviously, you'll have less people. Like if the you know the fusion rifle rolls around or something. Mm -hmm. um, but then when the shotgun comes up, everyone's going to be playing, right? And so, oh yeah, uh, I I I almost think that this is a very deliberate uh, choice to keep. The, the player population is a problem in trials especially after, after the first month of the season they introduced it it was mm -hmm. like that's it it's done like and even the beginning of this season too it wasn't it wasn't great getting the second flawless title this season was a nightmare mm. uh, the first season it wasn't that bad uh but this season was not that was awful um so i i i think they're it's it's intentional on their mm -hmm. part yeah, yeah, I, I mean, it makes it makes sense. And again, like the people who will go be like, OK, so what are the drops this week? Like, as soon as we know the drops, you could probably guess what that population is going to look like, because there's going to be some people wanting to farm that thing. And there's going to be quite a few people in there. That might actually be a time for the average person if cheating is under control as a thing. But again, this will be the biggest thing is you put those really coveted weapons at the end. This is going to exacerbate the cheating if it's an issue to the absolute maximum level. So if cheating is not an issue, if cheating is not an issue, you know, then you're going to have a really popular weekend. The average person might be able to get a little higher in their card, get a little mm -hmm. bit more. But if cheating is an issue, oh, my God, right. I don't look forward to that. Yeah. Shout out to Jamie in the chat. Um, 
also he made a good point. Like I want to know like how effective these adept weapons will be outside of it, right? Yep. Outside of trials. Like, can I use this in in PVE content and it be effective? You know what I'm saying? Will will they at least um open up the the perk tree and add additional perks that maybe sometimes maybe these guns didn't get. So like, you know, again, that fusion and the Skylar. <laughs> yeah. Like I would like to use it you know, in other things, being it is not that great in the PvP sandbox. So how about you throw on, you know, some cool perks or some damage increasing perks and stuff like that that weren't there the first time to now incentivize us to roll? Cause let's be honest, when no when the Skylar comes up, <laughs> who's really pumped that week? Yo, seven yeah. wins, Skylar. You know, well, and rocket is- launcher. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow's yeah. answer is out this week. Let's do it. Yeah. Y'all ready? Tomorrow's oh, answer. This is what makes me wonder <laughs> what the nightfall type adepts are going to be. Like, mm-hmm. if we get another, if we, okay, what's that's a bad example. I'm trying to think. If, nope, can't go there either. I'm trying to think of strike <laughs> exclusive, but half those strikes are leaving the game. Yeah. If there is a strike exclusive, I'm on, I can't actually pair one together that's staying. Take duty Ooh. bound, for example. I know it's leaving. Right. So you get a duty bound auto rifle. And now you have a adept version of a duty bound auto rifle. Is that going to excite me to go grind out like grandmaster nightfalls for this? That's if that's what these look like. I mean, for PVP, it's more of like a balanced situation where things can't be like crazy over the top. Like you will break things in PVP. So working on Mm -hmm. a little bit of range or like for controller players, maybe you want more stability and you can get like plus 20, which will feel but if I like, if I get like plus twenty, like twenty stability in a PVE situation, that's not really going to excite me that much. It's not going to excite you at yeah. all. Like, ooh, you get I more agree. magazine space with this adept mod from the Grandmaster. Right. I'm like, cool, three more bullets in my pulse <laughs> rifle. Like, do what? That's again, as these are not kind pumped. of the, you know, yeah, pumped for this E. No, no. <laughs> so that's again. This is kind of that test, and they, the future ones are going to come later. Mm-hmm. PVE stuff, I hope, is PVP has to be somewhat in control because you can't have like, hey, this thing fires like 7,000 bullets a second and has 200 range. Like, you can't do that. Wow. But in a PVE sake, <laughs> that's the place where I do want them to kind of get a little broken with like Grandmaster Nightfall stuff. So I'm mm-hmm. hoping they can make a difference between these two. This is a great gun in PVP, and it is going to be good there. This has very specific PVE perks, and I'm hoping they can make that distinction. Yeah. Because if it's like these types of things for Grandmaster, like mm-hmm. those type of adept levels, going to be kind of sad, I think. I agree. And last point I'll say, I know we've beaten this to death. I Perfect, where I doubt this happens. I would love for them to do what they've done with the Season of Arrival farmable weapons, where you have that extra perk choice. So that if you farm it and you get it and the first initial one is not exactly what you want, but there's still a little bit of RNG to help with a second one that's like, okay, you know what? Subsistence and maybe this and all, you know what I'm saying? Like just that I love that about farming season of arrival weapons. That makes it worthwhile because let's be RNG could be brutal. You you go to the lighthouse and you do trials and you come back there with some whack perk you're gonna be mad you go you know what I'm like you're gonna be upset that you did that and you ain't got no you know what i'm saying like so i i love it almost is like a perk rng protection and i love just going in there like farming at ikalos uh repping until i get the exact you know things that i want that's gonna make it fumble that's gonna make it fun but if you put this static one roll and one chance and that's it and you get a bad week and then oh 
gotta wait for the summer and four four weeks now or whatever it is. You're not gonna be that happy, you know. So hopefully they do that too. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's mostly what I've got. Uh, that kind of covers the twab. We all know bounties are mostly they seem not to be worth it as the way they read. Most of your bounties will stay intact, but any bounties tied to specific seasonal activity specific that's not even a word <laughs> specific seasonal activities or content entering the DCV will be removed on November 10th. Examples mm-hmm. include Black Armory, Gambit Prime, Festival of the Lost. Any additional bounties that grant progress towards Infamy or Valor, so Gambit and Crucible bounties, may negatively impact your powerful rewards related to, like, leveling up your Valor, leveling up your... all of those things. Um, mm-hmm. So our recommendation is go ahead and claim your bounties. So while technically you could get some experience towards your season pass with certain ones, like, mm-hmm. I feel like Zavala bounties might be an okay thing to do. Gunsmith bounties might be an okay thing to do, but there's a lot of them that really don't do you much good, which again, you can take the risk and what it's going to help hurt or otherwise read it carefully, pick what you want to do. Just be weary. Fallout's got to get pretty good breakdown of like what you kind of need to go through, but it's honestly pretty intricate to try and get a lot of benefits from saving bounties. Mm -hmm. So if you do consider it, just do your research before you put the time in and then don't screw yourself over in the first week either. That's all, kind of all I wanted to say there. No, factual, factual. Well, gentlemen, it has been a lot of fun, but we are at a insanely long podcast. It yeah, has been three insane. hours. Yeah, yeah. Thank you guys for giving us your time this evening. Um, we're going to go through and let you guys do your outros. The floor will be yours. Uh, Scream, let's get you first. Um, Tell everybody where they can find you, what you got coming, what you're going to be doing when Beyond Light is coming, what they're looking forward to, how many ways can you break the game? <laughs> what, what, where can they find you? What are you doing? What do you got coming? Well, you can find me not tweeting out any of my content on Twitter at Wilhelm underscore scream. <laughs> the humble uh, content or you can find me, uh, Or you can find me on YouTube if you... I think if you search Wilhelm Scream Destiny, I, I think I come up now. Uh, I think even Wilhelm Scream actually comes up. I'm, I'm finally beating the actual Wilhelm Scream on YouTube, which is <laughs> sort of to the funny. Algorithm. Salute. I actually got a message from the band Wilhelm, the Wilhelm Scream recently, no. and they're like, who are you? Because <laughs> I was slightly higher than them on YouTube, and I think they were a little, oh, excuse me, a little upset Let's about it. Let's get it. But, no, that's let's funny. get it. Uh, yeah, you can find me there, uh, or, you know, anywhere these guys are producing content, you'll find a retweet from me thank you guys for having me this was great always brother always always a pleasure man you already know big scream in the building that's what's up (laughs) tweet those videos man the videos are good you need to (laughs) to do that (laughs) teddy ted man the legend what's going on yeah uh thanks for having me again guys this is this is always awesome to talk about destiny and you know kind of kind of air my my grievances and salt out a little bit oh it's good uh, to get it out there it's Let it, don't, us, don't right? keep that all don't keep that all inside it's not healthy yeah, I, I i i mentioned this off off stream but uh mm-hmm. by pure chance i have now been on every 21 episodes so yes. i expect we can go ahead and it, book your next one right now yeah, actually yeah. let's, let's go, go ahead and mark one, it out 146 uh, i'll be waiting for it. Yeah, 146 we'll get you in uh, we'll we'll get get you. 
and and i feel like it's it kind of fits the end of the season theme because we've always kind of we've always around that point so it's nice but anyway thank you guys for having me so much it's, it's always awesome talking to you. wilhelm it's also nice talking to you and meeting it was you. great meeting you too uh, teddy yes yeah. <laughs> definitely uh definitely we gotta we gotta break some stuff together because i uh, for sure I like breaking stuff in destiny yes you too are gonna be animated <laughs> <laughs> <made> heaven <laughs> um you can find me on twitter at teasing teddy i generally am either trolling a co-worker or someone else or uh occasionally posting something meaningful and thoughtful um <laughs> and sometimes I, at the end of the season you'll just see me posting about destiny how i've uh relegated too much of my life to triumphs and things that don't matter yes um, if you're looking for the hundred percent man or you need yeah. to know what that aspirational score is Go look at him. He'll yes. tell you what the top number is because he's got it. I I have I don't I don't know if this is an accomplishment or not. Not to like pat mm-hmm. myself on the back, but uh, I have successfully reached match, max triumph score every season since season of opulence. Wow. Uh, uh, and uh, I came to that realization this season, and I'm not exactly sure if I feel good about that or not. <laughs> so uh, th- there were there were some low points in there, uh, no altar points. sorrow specifically, but uh, yes. you know, five hundred runs or something, right? Five hundred waves. Five hundred boss wave does not count. <sighs> Wow. Yeah, that was a, that was a fun week. But uh, anyway, thank you guys. I we have different so. definitions of fun, but that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's always always a pleasure. So always absolutely. Pleasure. Well, Cognito, what do you got going on? Iron Lords podcast. Mm-hmm. Any awesome yeah. guest shows coming up? Nothing to talk about as we get closer and closer to just absolute insanity, right? <laughs> nothing's coming out next month yeah, nothing yeah. Coming. it's quiet man but before i even get into what i'm doing again salute to scream salute you know what i'm saying teddy man this is family this is discord fam always love our chats you know we talk in destiny we always have a good time shout out to scream he's always helping people always you know even when i'm kicking and screaming he's like come on Kyle, you know, it'll be easy <laughs> and then he loses i'm me sorry we day. didn't get the uh catalyst for the whisper last night i just fell no. right asleep but there will no, be a night this week <laughs> dude i appreciate you bro when you you, you helped out anyway you know say with so many stuff and teddy we always have our good intellectual discussions late night so salute to you man it's always good to have you guys on and again we got to keep the 21 streak alive so we got to keep that going you know that go ahead and mark that calendar we'll see you in uh i don't know how many weeks that is see in like april or march or something (laughs) Mm -hmm. absolutely man but yeah for me man you already know i love podcast every sunday 11 a.m eastern we're gonna have a young indie developer neil jones man he's got a game coming out on um it's called Aerial Knight, and it's a runner. It's coming out on PlayStation 5 as well as Series X. So young developer, man. Really cool line of energy. And, um, yeah, we've been following this journey. So come check us out. little development talk, a little fun. We'll talk about these consoles. We'll talk about PlayStation 5 in the wild for the first time. So we're getting to see that. You see so boxes. Can... Boxes are out there. Yes, boxes are out. You know what I'm saying? So we will see that. We'll talk about else what's going on in the games industry and uh, yeah, man, last word, chat, man. Y'all was on fire, man. I love the chat today. Absolute pleasure. This is a fun, fun show. And Sandbox, you know I geek out, so I apologize for the length of time. I blame me. My excitement level for Sandbox changes is too high. <laughs> no, this is, this is like, you don't get these that often. I don't get this. Like, this is why. I mean, you get them once yeah. a season. That's literally Bungie's bro, cadence. And hopefully I with nerd, all the changes, bro. you get them more frequently, maybe. I nerd out. There's nothing to me more exciting. This is when I jump on. I, I pull all my, quote unquote, what I think the meta is going to be weapons out the vault. And then I start going through Crucible and then just testing these things out and seeing what's effective. So this was for me. Salute to y'all. Salute fair rocking out, man, for the, for the three hours because we definitely did a long one. But E, what's going on with you, man? You got a lot going on. Yeah, I uh, got a couple unboxings coming up. One, I got the collector's edition sitting on the table. Haven't even opened the box yet because I do want to record that one. Oh, got you got another. that PS5 too? 
No. <laughs> I am not even remotely big enough to be on anybody's radar for that oh, I one. I see the Austin Evans. I see. I was like, oh, he got one. So we're going to get that on box, right? <laughs> Digital files. I appreciate right the, the, the love, but it is uh, misplaced. <laughs> So, so behind that green screen, there's an Xbox Series X, right? Correct. Yo, yeah, he... it's right here. You just yeah. no, hold on. Where Whoa. is it? There. It's right there. Can't see it behind the curtain, right over there. And I'm hiding a Series the... S over here in my bookshelf. So, bro, this is the ambassador of Outriders. I don't hold anything. I've got some swag, man. so stay tuned. Uh, potentially Ooh. related. So, uh, but yeah, I am an ambassador for Outriders. So I'm going to be kind of getting some contact on that one. But honestly, oh. I am dreadingly looking forward to the week of November 9th and 10th and 11th and 12th and 13th mm-hmm. and everything that that's going to do because I'm going to play destiny, but then Godfall mm-hmm. and demon souls are the other two I really want to cover. And then cyberpunk is later. And I just don't know if I'm ever going to sleep again. So I'm going to try and cover those as much as I can. If you guys are subscribed to the YouTube channel, you're probably going to see a lot of videos. They may not all be Destiny, but Destiny will be sprinkled in. But it may be like Demon's Souls, Godfall, Destiny, or some relation thereof. But I'm going to try and do as much as I can during that time because I have the full week off. So you'll probably see me crying on stream every so often as well. (laughs) But that's about all I got. Uh, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, it's Ubontis everywhere. Thank you guys very much. I am working with an artist on kind of a shirt design as well for me to try and actually get a shirt. So... Cheetah kind of curious where it's going to look. Uh, I want to get it like designed first before I even know if it's going to be there, but I am working on kind of my first shirt. So no idea the timing on that one, but keep your ears peeled as well. Uh, but I don't want to think scream, man. Awesome to get you in here. It has been a long time coming. Always love. It was, was a perfect one for you. Story theories, spin foils. Oh yeah. And then of course, Teddy at the we end of the tape. season, seeing the triumph score, getting the theories about everything. Both of you guys. Amazing. And of course my co-host, Sir Cognito. Couldn't do it without you, man. We always keep this train going. Um, For this episode, guys, we have gone way too long. So if you guys made it to the end of this thing, I am honestly surprised. But we'll find out. Thank you guys who all listen on audio. If you do listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, anything like that, please leave likes, positive reviews, however that can help us out. And I think for this week, uh, I've got who I know who we're going to go raid. So stay tuned for that one. But for episode number 125, October 23rd, thank you guys very much. And it has been... The last last word.